pressing the wrong buttons here. All right, the Gulag Podcast. Welcome, everybody. I know it's been a long, like, we were missing in action for a while. But welcome to the Gulag Podcast. Uh, today, first of all, we're going to address a couple things on why we have Gulag 2.0. Okay? The reason we have Gulag 2.0 is because in every situation and everything that happens, whether you're you're doing a business or whatever, things are bound to change. Okay. Things are going to change. Uh, and, and stuff needs to be shuffled around for the better, the betterment of, of the business, the betterment of the brand, which this, this started from doing a podcast on Twitch to now we're on Spotify. We're on iHeart, We're on Apple. We're on Google. We're on every major platform you can think of. And, there's certain things and and certain things I need to do as a creator to to move forward with a brand. And if I believe that something is not moving forward with the brand, I have to make decisions, and they're tough decisions. And I want you guys to know that these are <clears throat> very hard decisions that we've had to make in these last month here of, of being and having to look at these decisions and having to make tough calls to sit there and rebrand this and, and, and put different hosts in here. Um, which the doc is on a hiatus because she is moving and she is, she has a lot of personal stuff going on. So hopefully when she gets settled down, we can get her back in here. Um, but unfortunately another person that was on this brand was not moving in the right direction that, that would benefit for himself as well as, as, as well as us as a brand. And I have to make tough decisions. And, you know, unfortunately, some people take my decisions personally. But at the end of the day, business decisions are... They suck. Because you have to sit there and make tough decisions to take people out that ne- are... It's not necessarily the, the best thing in the world as far as personal personal relationships are concerned. I have to make tough decisions for the betterment of my business and the betterment of this of this podcast. <clears throat> and I've had to make that tough decision in the reference to to where Jay Stuns is. I had to make a tough decision to not have him move forward with this podcast. Nothing personal with with, with him, and I, I wish him all the best. And I hope whatever he does in his future endeavors, you know, he he goes to the moon. But as far as the direction that we're looking for, this is supposed to be a place of positivity. This is supposed to be a place to, to give you some kind of motivation to start doing stuff. And that's the kind of energy that we want to focus here. It's a tough business decision. Believe me. I do not like making business decisions like this, where, where we have to disclude somebody because, you know, of personal stuff going on in their life. And they've had a lot of personal stuff going on, and I'm not going to get into it. That's not my. That's not my business. That's not my. That's not my thing here. But I, I am going to address the elephant in the room because I don't want you guys to think that you know <clears throat> we're just going to sit here and just move on and not say anything about what's going on. I had to make a tough business decision, and I. You know what? When you are the CEO, you are the boss. The good, the good stuff is your fault. The bad stuff is my fault. So, in a way, in essence, <clears throat> I failed Jay Stunts because it was my fault that he did not succeed in, in staying into this podcast. It's my fault. 
So, again, we wish him all the best. I hope he does great, great things with whatever he's going to do in the future. And I hope that, you know, the personal stuff, things that are going on in his life get figured out. And that, you know, he becomes a happier person at all. So that now that that's out of the way, today we're going to be talking about uh, the struggles of um, running a community and, and an organization. Um, because th- 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 this is part of the thing. And, and I, I, I tell people all the time, when you want to put the title of owner, CEO, you're a manager, you're any of these little, these little things, understand that everything is going to be your fault. Don't point fingers at other people. Like I, I sat there and pointed the finger at myself for what happened here. You need to take responsibility for for what you do here. So that's what we're partly what we're going to talk about today is is <clears throat> the the uh, the struggles of, of doing this. And if people think this is easy, people think doing hundred thieves and you know I got a chance to talk to 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 some of these people that have these bigger organizations. This is not easy. Even at the stage that we're in right now, it is not an easy thing. It's not an easy thing to run this. It's not an easy thing when you have. All- <clears throat> You can have up to thousands and thousands of different personalities and you're supposed to be you're you as an owner, you as a manager, you as a, a, a CEO have to be able to cater to a thousand different personalities. So that's something we're going to talk about today, too, is how we do these balances. How do we balance ourselves and be able to cater to everybody? Because it's a hard thing. <clears throat> Not everybody has the same attitude. Not everybody has the same tolerance. And, it, you know, it's not anything that's easy. Uh, also for streamers, uh, which Wicked is a stream stream team lead. I say, I almost say manager because she's pretty much managing all these these streamers. But it's, it's a hard thing. She has so many different personalities to deal with. So many different attitudes. Not everybody is capable of understanding what a business is and how a business is ran. So today we're going to talk to Chaos, who is now the one of the owners of Raw Nation. <clears throat> Um, JT, we might as well just call him an owner of Rod Nation. Uh, we'll, we'll make, we can make it official. Yeah. He's now a co-owner. One of yeah, the... he's like one of the co-owners of Rod Nation. So there you go. Uh, we have, uh, the community matter, uh, queen of the East who is, uh, from Rod Nation. And we have, uh, the stream lead slash manager, wicked love of Rod Nation. And we have one of our, from an insight, from in, inner perspective of seeing, and seeing different organizations, we have Kat, who's one of the, just, you know, recently joined. She's on the ALGS team. So we want to get everybody's input to see their opinions about going into different organizations and seeing all the ups and downs and the ins and outs. <laughs> Queen, I love you, says Tension. <clears throat> oh, she, she needs to root, and that's for sure. Yeah. He's just trying He's just trying to prep for tomorrow. Yeah. Know? He like, we got to work together. We got to build some bonds. Yeah. yeah, you better be rooting for her because that's your teammate for tomorrow. So I hope you enjoy that. But, you know, uh, like I said, just the tough thing that I, the tough message that I had to put out today for, for, the, for the podcast. Um, what is it that you guys, you know, you're, we come in here and we're, you know, you're looking at these different orgs. You're looking at people like Hundred Thieves and and and, and all these or other organizations. What do you want to set yourself aside from from all these cookie cutter? I want to call them cookie cutter organizations. 
because a lot of them are. A lot of them mirror each other. And and so, <clears throat> what do you? What can you tell me that that's make that makes this difficult as far as you know? In your very, you know, Joey, just recently coming into the ownership part, what what do you see that 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 sets challenges for you as far as like being in in a in an org? Well, as far as um, ownership perspective wise, going from being a you know in a management position just in general. Um, act, starting off as like just part of the team, becoming a team lead, becoming a manager, and then you know the process becoming an owner. Um, unfortunately, for how how things end up happening is you've got people that you make friends with that are on the teams. You got people that you make friends with in the community. Um, people that you game with. A lot, uh, depending on the games that you enjoy playing and all that. And I'd say even in reference to like the military lifestyle, when I get promoted and I still have my buddy who's still junior to me, he now has to listen to me and do what I say as a supervisor, as a person who is in charge of said department or group or something like that and running an organization is in a sense that same kind of a style uh you've got you make friends with people you make lifelong friends with people and some of those friendships may not last especially if so if you get a promotion and that person doesn't want to support that promotion i i mean I've seen it happen over and over again in communities and, you know, in Raw, for example, as well. Sometimes we have to, like you said, make the best decision for not just, it's not for myself. I'm not making it for JT, for Wicked, for Queen, you know, for yourself. I'm not making it for any of you guys. I've got to think of the bigger picture. you got to plan for because any any negative thing, any severe thing, doesn't just blow back on myself. It blows back on. It can reflect poorly on Raw's community, on people that had nothing to do with it. Could be affected by it. So we have to. It's it's kind of one of JT's one-liners. You know, it's just business. It's nothing personal. It's never exactly. anything personal. It's just a business. When we have to make a decision to let somebody go, have them step down, have them step away, you know, promote somebody. It's not – we don't promote people because of they're our friends. We promote people that deserve that, show dedication to the group, show dedication to – the family style environment that we have as an organization. So I, the biggest struggle, I think that a lot of people that's, you know, been streaming for a while or even newer to streaming don't understand is when you join an organization, whether it's as a community member or as part of the organization on the team or something like that, you're joining something to help not only just better yourself, but you're helping to better the community. You're helping to better, uh, you know, people in the community, uh, you know, str other streamers, helping people out, supporting people. 
And if you're just in it for selfish gain, you can find yourself the door pretty quickly on any organization, whether it's 100 Thieves or whether it's, you know, a, a small community or whether it's an organization, a smaller org. <clears throat> so I think that's the biggest thing is being able to set, make friends, but know when those friends have leadership roles, knowing how to separate those friendships and listen to them as a leader. And that's been my biggest learning curve with that is dealing with people that need to understand those differences who don't seem to understand those differences. Mother Queen, and uh, Wicked, I needed your help. So if you could type on chat, that'd be great. I got to see if that worked, what I did. Okay, yeah, it did work. Okay, thank you. Uh, <clears throat> JT, I was trying to get to you too, but I was in the middle of listening to... Uh, yeah, I uh, what you guys are doing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Go ahead, JT. Sorry. You, you can uh, yeah, no, uh, I would definitely say, you know, Chaos, you know, covered it great in regards to that, and he took my one-liner. Um but it's the truth. Like I, even in real life, you know, I, when I got my best friend a job, you know, at the end of the day, when it comes to you being an owner, you know, unfortunately, yes, you have your friends, but you have to separate the friends in the business. You're always on a business side as well. So you got it. You, you, as an owner, you walk a very fine line. You're kind of teeter tottering on being extremely friendly and making sure nothing go gets out of hand. Um, so sometimes you do lose friendships because of that. Um, you know, like in real life, I told my best friend when I got my job, look, we're best friends. But when it comes to my job, I will be the first one to fire you if you mess up. It's unfortunately, that's how it goes. Um, you know, and, you know, it's it's always a tough decision. You know, we, we want to have a very positive community. There's a lot of different personalities you deal with. And it, there's a lot you have to work with and handle. Um, so we're all friends, you know, but that doesn't, like Joey said, that's not keeping, we don't promote just because you're friends or stuff like that. We, we promote people that are look, are hard workers, are invested in the community, are showing up for events, you know, are really invested in bringing the org to a higher standard. And all orgs are like that, even the higher end ones. You, you don't get into an org unless you show that you really want to be part of that brand. Um, so with being an owner, yeah, it, there's a lot that comes with it with, you know, trying to keep friends, but also trying to make sure things stay in the on the right track to grow the org in a positive light. And, you know, the the when you guys say that it's 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 really hard, it, it is hard to uh, to separate those friendships and, and the fact that this is a business. I mean, uh, it, it's it's very hard to, to do those separations. Um, do you guys. Do you guys like feel like there's a that certain people when you bring them in, they feel like that just because they are your friends, that they they expect some kind of special treatment? You know, I, I've I've had it happen to me, and it's like you know, you're. I tell people it's it's a business. No matter how like even if I hire like my my mom or my sister, if they're toxic to a business, like you got to go. It's not something personal, but. Toxicity, I mean, and that's why I tell people that don't bring your family into your businesses. There because, have been people who come in and think that they're entitled to whatever because they may have been there longer. 
they get mad if somebody gets promoted before they do like it, it's it's very toxic sometimes and yeah, the big I thing Oh, yeah, go ahead, no, no, go ahead. I was about to say, you know, I got this, you know, friend Joey that came in and expected his silver platter and just a lot to deal with. Uh, hey, you want to know something? Yeah, we'll it. call him out because we still haven't got our Kit Kats. I just want to call him out on yeah, exactly, that. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Hey, you got one Kit Kat right here. Kit for you, sir. There you go. Well, yeah, go um, ahead, Joey, go ahead. No, in reference to that, too, and that's how what a lot of people don't realize is you getting upset at somebody for getting promoted and you showing out or just flat out ignoring or just not even doing the nice little, hey, congratulations, you know, job well done. You deserved it. You know, in life. There's always going to be somebody at real jobs that may get that promotion that you're fighting for over you. That's why a lot of companies, they interview for, they say, hey, we got a spot opening uh, up. We've got a, we want to pick you to, you know, go in for a discussion for this uh, promotion. And it's you and maybe 10 other people. And one of those 10 people may be a buddy of yours. And if they get it over you, what good does it do you to be upset that they got it? It doesn't. It doesn't help the company at all. It doesn't help the company that you got upset. No. And when it comes to like an organization, when it's you get upset, thing. yeah, when you get upset like that, when you do that, it really shows on you. Like, well, hey, they, I mean, the way you're reacting is probably exactly why you didn't get this promotion. Yeah, it's a red flag to any manager in a real business, ju just like us owners. Like when we see something, we're like, mm, "That, that, that's concerning. That's concerning." <laughs> yeah, that was concerning. We have to be <laughs> aware of the red flags. That's something you always have to be looking for. And people like to hide those red flags at times, and they don't show up until something new comes out. Like that, like a promotion, giving somebody a promotion. Those red flags all of a sudden start popping up, and then you're just like, "Oh, I didn't know this was how this person felt, but I guess uh, I'm glad we made the decision that we did." In the uh, in the, we're talking about a lot of personalities here, right? We have a lot of people in the in these in 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 our org. We have a lot of people. I was just looking at the Discord. Tons of people, right? Individually, how do you guys deal? And we'll start for, with with the two with the two owners here, and then we'll go to Queen and 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 Wicked. I know how I deal with 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 like all the different personalities, and it's the same way that Gary does it. I do. I try to get to know everybody individually, so I know what what their little ticks are. Sometimes it's kind of hard because you know there's a couple of people I know I didn't know they had certain little issues and. They just kind of caught me by surprise. But I do try to get to know people. And this is what most CEOs should do is to get to know the people in their company within. Don't tell me you're too goddamn busy to, to not be able to do that, at least like starting slowly to get to know these people, especially when you're going to have to deal with them on a daily basis. You're going to have to speak with them. If something does happen, you're the one who's going to be 
in the room when they're getting their discipline or whatever. So you're going to have to know what makes them tick and what makes, you know, what, you know, makes their lid pop and, and all that stuff. So, you know, you guys tell me individually, what, what do you guys do to try to get to know all these personalities? Cause there's too many of them. Sometimes there's a lot of them and it takes a while to get through to every one of them and, and trying to figure out what, what's making everybody tick and what's making, you know, what excites people and what doesn't excite people. And, and, you know, their maybe their mental health for, in some cases are, are not, is not a hundred percent. Um, so what do you guys do personally to try to, to try to combat having to learn all these different personalities? Wait, wait, Joey, you're supposed to begin to know these people. <laughs> I didn't know we were. Did, wait, um, you, you didn't get the script. You didn't get the script. No, I got here. Uh, no, uh, no, honestly though, I'm, you know, all joking aside, you know, we, we for, for our discord, you know, in our organization, you know, specifically, we have, we wanted to feel like family. We have an open door policy that if there's anything going on or you need to talk, we're here for that. Um, also, you know, as you know, Nero, we always have people in chats and our voice chats are always open for everybody to hop in to get to know each other and have, you know, a fun time, chat, play games. Um, so, it, you know, it, it's, it's a really open door policy on getting to know each other it's like hey if you're comfortable you want to talk you want to get to meet people there's one of us usually always in a chat or a voice chat to just hop in and talk that's true except for today where it says it says uh podcast guests only yeah, sorry yeah, you, yeah, you guys yeah. cannot come into this one <laughs> anytime it's not locked you're more than welcome yeah <laughs> well you know and like J2 said, it, you know, that's since I was brought on a stream team lead. Um, Wicked can attest to this because I brought, I was one of the people that brought her onto the stream team um, when she first joined Raw. I have always preached when I was stream team lead, when I was the, you know, content manager for. Uh, for the content team and stream team anytime during meetings and even as an owner when I've popped into meetings I have always said we're here for anybody even if it's just a talk um, you know we've got a lot of military and retired military people in here some people with mental health you know struggles um, due to their their service and stuff like that and we're here for everybody. We don't sit and go into a private chat, you know, where that's hidden from everybody and all that. Most of the management and the owners, when we're sitting here gaming, we're right in the public chat. You know, we're right there. Nobody, you know, we tell everybody all the time, don't feel like you can't come in and talk to us. Like, we're we we start we all started this journey on discord in our own different ways but we're all here for the same thing whether it's streaming whether it's just to make friends you know it, build a better community in in general um but we're here for each other and some people's personalities they have big personalities and have no problem hopping right in narrow <laughs> narrow jt big personalities but they'll hop right in and then you get some people who have you know 
maybe quieter personalities who don't really want to hop in to a chat because they feel like, oh, but it'd be awkward. You're it's right. I, I, I will hop into a chat and make a farting sound and then just leave. And not say a goddamn word. He does that. Interesting. But and that and that's the thing. You we'd like to make people feel comfortable when they come in. Try to get to know somebody. Try to go into their streams if we're able to. Um if they're streamers. Invite people to do things. We we have multiple different groups for different types of games in the Discord. Yeah, we have multiple different uh types of games that not only for community stuff that Queen does, but just in general, we have a bunch of different clans and guilds and all that kind of stuff, and from all the way from WoW down to Overwatch. Your, down your, to your grandpa Overwatch. says you look pretty today, but <laughs> grandpa tension says you look pretty today, Kat. You just said tension. You know your grandpa says you look pretty today. So. <laughs> you did say that. It's okay. <laughs> I gotta let him go. <laughs> Leave me alone. All right. I'm... <laughs> I need another. Can, can you give me another cup Reading of coffee, cards. please? Reading cards. Okay, I understand. She, she, dude, she's, been, she's been doing this shit English. to me since last night. She's been sitting there. Well, you said it. You did. I was. Just I was just trying to fix your grammar and your. She like, did that. Your use of words. If you don't use proper articles, then you just look stupid. Like you know, whatever. It's fine. I was helping. I get it. I get it. <laughs> uh, idiot. No, an idiot. A N. There are multiple articles. Oh my god! We can be educated here. I'm just saying. What are you? Such a pain in the ass. Anyways, an idiot sandwich. Yeah, but we we pride ourselves on getting to know everybody that joins the Discord as much as we can. You know, people like tension. Oh yes, Queen's Queen's favorite. <laughs> That's on that note. On the, uh, hey, and on and her and her partner tomorrow. Yeah, I think for, I think that's a good yeah. Good yeah. segue. Good segue. Community manager, go ahead. Tell us how you feel about tension. Ew. I say <laughs> But no, that's the whole point of community nights and stuff, though, is to get to know everybody, get to know us, and we get to know everybody in our community. That's why we set them up, and I like to do fun games, lighthearted games, you know, something that is not so serious. And yeah, You learn real quick, everybody likes to fart from the ducks. Yes, yes. Oh my god, that's so amazing. I love that's that. Our favorite. We like and to all get have... next to Joey and just fart on him. That's our favorite. Yes, we do. <laughs> and we have an amazing community. Lots of personalities, like said, but they go good together. Like, again, even though we're all very different, I will say when community night happens, we all are on the same page. We're having a good time. Again, everything is lighthearted. Nothing's taken seriously. That's why I like to do them, and I want to do them more often. And that's why, you know, when we do the meetings and stuff like that, I kind of stress it. Like, make sure you're there. Like, you're missing out if you don't show up for community nights. Because community nights do bring everybody together and spend an hour or two of just listening to our bullshit. You know, just goofing off, having a good time. And that's, to me, how you get to know everybody. If you're a little nervous and don't want to jump in the Discord immediately, join community night. Where a bunch of us are in there and we're having a great time and we are, you know, playing a game and everything together. It's a good way to start to get to know everybody. Wicked. 
how do you <clears throat> how have you been dealing with like learning everybody's different personalities there he is he actually well, made it. I always, I always make sure people know my DMs are all and I've had a few of them message me, like, just talking to me about things that are going on in their life. Advice and help you out. That's that's fine. Um, we're not scary people. We're super approachable. If you ever need to talk, we are here, you know? And that's the biggest thing we want people to know. No matter what it is, you can come to. He's got to do his hair real quick, I'm sure. Queen scares you? What? Tension. You cannot tell me that Queen scares you. Queen, queen is a cuddly kitten. kitten. Although today, Queen is kind of. She, she got the makeup all right. She got that, uh, she got that Thug Life Chola. Playboy shirt look. <laughs> right? Am I wrong? That's what she. Yeah, I'm not commenting. I don't feel like getting canceled yet. No, she doesn't have like the teardrops. So no, 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 no. It's the, it's the, uh, you know. You do? That highlight. No, I should. I should. Highlight is everything. There's a Playboy Chola. Yeah, not Chula. Well, I guess yeah, Chula. If you. <laughs> I said Chola, but Chula will work too. I guess. You need to look this up. Uh oh. Oh no. The lotion is good the for the reddest, skin. The reddest of beards. It puts yes, the lotion sir. on the skin. Uh, we need you to get on camera. He yeah. doesn't have a camera. Yeah, it's not hooked up right now. Oh god. So everybody use their imagination to what you think Redbeard looks like, and you're probably right. Just um, a floating red beard. Super, super beautiful. Yes. <laughs> well, now you're lying to yourself. Um, I look like this. <laughs> red. <laughs> Just red. The end. Super red. Tension's all the red screen does it. Thank you, Tension. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tension. Appreciate it. Uh, what do you? What are your guys' like biggest challenges that you have? Like, um, you know. Everybody has a challenge when you're running a company, an org, uh, dealing with with a lot of personalities. What are the, What do you think are the, some of the toughest challenges you have? And oh, I I what, got this right off the bat. What do, what do, what do you do to recover from it? And, and you know what what oh, ideas are you what ideas are you coming up with it to kind of change <laughs> and curve those challenges? I was just going to say my two challenges were Red and Joey. You see these two I got to deal with every day? Um, <coughs> I feel like I'm just like the little sh shepherd herder. Like, come on, guys, this way. Back to the back to the pen. <laughs> this is the way he got his haircut today. He wants to make sure he looks good when he... When he uh, I roast them. Yeah. yeah. They're not saying it's wrong, though, are they? It shows um, his vein off pretty well. <laughs> I got a, I got a massive vein right there. It's because I got a bigger brain than you. Um, <laughs> just because we're on, just because we're on a podcast, doesn't mean I won't continue to roast you. Just keep it going. Always <laughs> um, no, the, but honestly, the, the, I think the biggest challenge is is trying to, you know, whether it be coming up with the community events, you know, looking at 
funding and working on sponsoring tournaments to keep people involved. Uh, you know, we, we got to do behind the scenes with trying to work with sponsorships to kind of help fund events and stuff like that. It, so there's a lot we're doing on behind the scenes that takes a lot of time and it can be stressful, um, as well as still trying to keep up with the community and making sure everybody knows we're there, you know, we're here to talk. So it, you, we're kind of, you know, when it comes to the, the hardest thing, that's probably what it is, is trying to balance the, the business side of it with trying to keep up with everything and keep the community happy and comfortable and fun with everybody being able to meet and talk and stuff. So it's just a lot going on behind the scenes we deal with. Joey. Oh, uh, I'll, def I'll defer to uh, Redbeard, <laughs> the founder. The really the toughest thing is balancing everything <laughs> JT said and your personal life at the same time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Especially when you're having kids and kids deployment. <clears throat> hey, you know, well, like we were yeah. just doing homework with my little one, so that's why I'm late. <laughs> I don't know who was teaching who. Um, <laughs> I know my ABCs. But do you know your one, two, three? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no good. No good man knows his one, two, three very well. That's how you know we care about our community. We don't, we, 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 our founder doesn't know numbers, so you're never a number. You always mean something to him. Yes, exactly. You are a letter in the alphabet. Well, don't you ever forget that. All right. It might describe your name and it might describe the, the kind of personality you are. Figure that out. Think about that one. And, that, and that's one thing with all the personalities, too, is people always think that. Owners see you as a number, as somebody just to add to their add to their roster, so that you can make their make them look good. But we don't. We want success for the org, sure. But we, our success is going to come from us trying to help others succeed as well. So if we can do something to help somebody out, help them grow, if we share one TikTok of somebody's clip in the Discord of, let's say, you know, for Kat, for example, in the community, she drops a, you know, 20 bomb and she drops a clip in the Discord and we can share that on TikTok. And all of a sudden she gains, let's say, two new followers because of it. You know, we feel like we did something to help and that's what we want to do we want to help others we want to help everybody succeed everybody we we tell everybody all the time raw nations and org we're not phase we're not hundred thieves we're not these guys that can pay all of our streamers to stream and create content for us and all that kind of stuff we would love to we, we, would. we would we would absolutely love to yeah yeah but if they have to use us as a if let's say again, Queen or Wicked, all of a sudden tomorrow gets an email from Hundred Thieves, and they're like, "Hey, we love your Dead by Daylight content. We want you to join us." And she has to make a decision to leave us. There's not going to be hard feelings between her leaving, uh, somebody leaving us to because they've got a something, a, a mm -hmm. big, yeah, bigger, better opportunity to help themselves grow. 
if we, we can help get our support yeah even after <coughs> we want to support everybody in the community as much as we can as often as we can but again you, everybody doesn't always equate the real life factor of when things can go sideways in real life yeah when somebody like red it's you know gets stuck with a bunch of overtime hours because he you know people are out sick jt you know when he's stuck at work you know for longer than usual because he has to fix a bunch of you know mess ups uh you know from people at his work you know um, but my you know myself you know when i've get told i'm going to deploy in like two months you know like things pop up you know for owners for managers real life stuff as much as we want to say that you know an organization is the lifeblood and is our primary focus we can't always focus just on this one thing because we do have our families we have kids we have our loved ones you know you know we have our friends who may get sick uh, you know people that go to the hospital you know it, it, things happen so those personalities that we bring into the discord we try to get to know them and just let them know that we're always here for them but cool, Joey. Again, you, you made it easier for me because you know i was going to tell you that tsm just signed never mind We'll talk about it later. <laughs> okay, well, you're fired. Well, no, wait, that's not my line. That's JT's line. line. Yeah, don't take my job. <laughs> so, you're done. He, Queen, you're... What, what about you on the on the community side? Like, what challenges do you do you face? Like, with with you know the, the most recent thing that I've actually me and Wicked both uh, had to deal with was everyone you know wants us to support and we do as best as we can we have a ton of people that stream and we can't be in every stream all the time and it's unrealistic mm -hmm. for anyone to think that we can because like everybody else said we do have our real life and then we have this <laughs> and when we're on we try to support be in those streams talk with everybody as best as we can but we have had where people just don't think it's enough and again i can't stress it that we we do the best we can we try to be there as best as we can and there is plenty of us and so when we are showing up i don't i'm not sure exactly what people want more of that's something as a community manager, I am trying to figure out what people want more of <laughs> other than showing up. Because like I said, recently, that wasn't enough. Right. Definitely. And so uh, that is something that as community manager, that's something that I've been trying to figure out, not upset about it, but also trying to have people understand we are doing the best that we can with what we have, you know, again, trying to balance out regular life. Balancing a lot, you know? Mm -hmm. That's one of those, that, that's one of those things that me, Raw Nation has been dealing with pretty much the whole time. We've had people come in. Why didn't you retweet out my going live tweet or why didn't you do this? Why, why aren't you on my streams? And 
it that has been really a struggle for raw nation its entire well, existence it has, yeah well and the thing with that in their stream every time mm -hmm. well here's my thing and it's been a pretty good <clears> line <throat> you know for the stream team especially look we are the you're on the stream team for Raw, or you're on a stream team for another org, or you're in a community that has a content creation team. Yes, of course, you want that your organization or your community to be there for you, you know, when you're live. And we're going to, as an organization, when it comes to orgs, we're going to be there as much as we can. But again, we have more than just that one streamer we have more than that one community member we have multiple people to look out for and like jt said again there's multiple things going on in the background that a lot of people don't see that a lot of people don't know about we have to tweak changes to you know certain things we have to updates we got sponsors we got all this different stuff that we got to do in the background to try to help build a better organization to help grow raw so that you know a couple years from now maybe one day you know we'll be at that tsm level you know we'll have these people coming in and out of the community you know but raw nation as a family we care we want to be there for everybody but as a content creator you got to build your own audience we are part of your audience sure but not everybody from your audience is going to be in every single one of your streams. Mm -hmm. People are going to do their best that they can. But you still have to build your own audience. If you're banking on just us to be in your stream, for your numbers to go from one view to, what, six, six views because all of the management is in your chat. Yeah, you're doing it wrong. You're 100% doing it wrong. Don't count on us to do that now if you want help we will help guide you we'll help give you our perspective what helped work for us but again what works for us may not work for you no no and, and it's 110 percent. that's that's what it is it's like people want to build something they want to, you know they want to be the overnight success and i have to tell this to, to so many people you want something i can show you how to do it but at the end of the day it's it's your hard work because you're just blowing <laughs> you're blowing sunshine up your ass. Am I missing something? Yeah, attention. <laughs> I don't even want to comment on that. All right. <clears throat> attention, you're. Your creepy grandpa sometimes. Who, yeah, the words that just you just typed there, sir. I swear to God, if if I was teaching a sexual harassment class, you would be number one on my list to talk about because those words were probably very innocent. He just wants his jello. Stop it, okay? <laughs> those words were probably meant to. That didn't sound any better. Those words were probably innocent. But you're not making it easy for me to not say that you're, you're the creepy grandpa. All right? Grandpa's just lonely. It's okay. But yeah, in, in all seriousness, you guys, you know, you guys sit there and 
people want this. People want to be, you know, the next the next Shroud, the next... Uh, and I hear this all the time from the moment I started streaming in 2017. That's all I've ever heard. <clears throat> when people see that, you know, you went from... You did affiliate within one week or two weeks. They all of a sudden, oh, can you help me? Can you help me? But the, the bottom line is you guys got to be able to help yourselves. Right. We have a very simple rule. We we bring... I can bring a horse to water, but I can't make you drink the, the fucking water. Right? You can sit there and look at the goddamn water all day. And, uh, and hope that I sit there and grab your head and just put it into the damn water so you can drink. That, that sounds like a, a crime. It is, right. actually, I think. I think yeah, it is. yeah, yeah. it sounds like you're just trying to drown somebody at that yeah, point. Yeah, at that point, I probably am. But it's probably almost borderline waterboarding. Yeah, which is fun. Never mind. Oh, well, uh, well yeah, continue. But, you know, the, th the thing is, is, like, people got to want to work. You gotta want to. If you're not passionate about doing these things, being on stream, playing these games, being able to talk to the different people, like this is an opportunity. Being in an organization like this is an opportunity for you to to grow yourself as a as a streamer because you get to meet other streamers, and then you know you figure out who's playing the same thing as you, and you guys. That's how a lot of people meet and <clears throat> and get their 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 streams together and get a fan base. But if you guys don't, if you guys don't take little every little opportunity like this, an opportunity is not monetary. I just want to advise you guys. The only way it becomes monetary is how much work you are you're willing to put in. <clears throat> you guys can blow sunshine up your ass all day about telling me that you're going to be the greatest thing or you're you got this nice KD or whatever. But I'm going to tell you, there's over a hundred thousand people on Twitch right now that think they're the best Apex player, they're the best Call of Duty player. And you know what? No one gives a fuck about you. That's a hard, honest truth. No one gives a fuck about you. You are nothing but a number on there. With one viewer or zero viewers. Until you want to put the hard work in, you want to post on social media. <clears throat> and I'm talking about not just one or two posts. I'm talking about at least putting two, three, four, five different posts a day. About your, about your stream and about your talents on there. Then yeah, you're gonna segue somewhere. It's all about the hard work, how much work you want to put in. You can't expect people to, you know, to feed you for all your life because you're never gonna be successful. You don't know what hard work is. A lot of people nowadays they, they're more worried about their viewer count than actually making good content. That's a fact. You could have the the funniest, most hysterical. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, Wicked. I'm just saying you got the people who come in it thinking that they're gonna do it for money. Like if you if you come into this with the mentality that it, it's gonna <clears throat> be how you pay your bills and all that, you're never gonna get anywhere. You know? Nope. Like it, it's not all about the money. And it definitely is not something that just happens overnight. Definitely no. not. It, it took me a long time to where I was mm -hmm. before I took my break, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've seen people that actually had decent content, and then it got ruined by whining. Why do I only have one viewer in here? Uh, why, where's all my viewers? Uh, I'm just going to stop stream because I only got one viewer. Uh, you know, that is such a turn, and it makes me not want to go back to your stream. 
Yeah. Well, there's a flip side to that too, where I mean, you can have a shit ton of viewers, but it's not it's not quantity; it's quality over quantity. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. If you're like, especially like, I don't want to say especially if you're a girl, but from from my personal situation, I I mean, you can imagine some of the comments and the content like that people expect me to put on there just because I'm a girl, and. I get the messages, well, this is why your chat is dead. I can have 10 or 15 people that are sitting in here quietly that know what I do. And they just, like, a lot of my stream is just chill hangout. And I've had that a lot where it's like, okay, you guys, you know, we're going to just eat and watch some stuff and play some games from time to time. And people can jump in and talk and not. And so I have people that will lurk for 12 hours straight and then just come in and talk because they're like, it kind of feels like we're just chilling in a living room. And I like having that because then I can talk to somebody if I, you know, really want to talk to somebody. But then I have those people that come in and they're like, well, you would have so many more viewers if you would, you know, do something that was, would be inappropriate for Twitch. And I'm just like, well, why would I want to do that? Like, what's the point in that? How's that going to get me anywhere? That's like, I'm not doing this for that kind of, viewership i'm doing this for building a community that's what i want to do it has nothing to do with what certain specific people want it has to do with what i can do for a larger group so for me it's always quality over quantity if i want to do something and i feel comfortable with doing it then i'm going to do it because it's my stream but other than that like come on oh good since since since, since, uh you said something can't get it's good i want to hear on your end when you go into different orgs, what is it that, that you are looking for as like what sets different orgs aside for you that you, you sit there and go, okay, this is a cool place because I get to do this or X, Y, and Z. This is why I like this. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I was actually thinking about that while you guys were talking earlier. Uh, I think that while like 100 Thieves and TSM, like all of those big orgs, those are cool. Like, they, I mean, they have really cool, known competitive teams. They have all of, you know, the backing. But for me, every organization is going to have more than just those teams behind it. It doesn't matter if they're like the biggest one, the biggest name, the most seen, the most competitive. They're going to have a whole community behind them. And if it doesn't seem like an organization has an approachable community, then that's a complete turnoff. It's not necessarily that, oh, I'm just like, there's no way I could be part of this community because they're such good players. It's, it's just, there's no, there's no like outreach. There's no foot in the, there's no open door. There's no open window. There's no way to like talk to people or feel like you would possibly belong. So when it comes to an organization, if you have a community behind it, I feel like that community needs to be like it needs to be shown. Just not necessarily as much as your your teams or all of the things that you're trying to accomplish, but I think that should be a big part of it. Like community outreach. If you have a community chair, that's great. But I like I was in a sorority. We had you know, your exec board and each member of the board was, you know, part of a separate meeting. Then we did a meeting with everyone else. Each member of the board would also have their own um, panel. So they would be given the responsibilities and then they would get a team together by themselves 
that they thought would be good to help for each thing. So you'd have, you know, your treasurer with four people that could help come up with different fundraising and different planning events for that stuff. If you had your community, you had your community chair, and then they had a huge group that would do different types of planning, whether it was in-house, whether it was going out and working with recruitment, whether it was just meeting new people, whether it was working with actual stuff outside in the in your general community, like that kind of stuff. So you, it's not just one person. It's not just left on a chair. It can be a whole group. And that pulls more community members in to, you know, your overall hierarchy of like what, who, who is running the group. It gives them that little edge so they can feel, oh, I'm, I feel really, I feel really included. And I have a way to get this to my friend who might not be as outgoing or as talkative or comfortable with jumping in the chat or have the best equipment to be able to do all of this stuff, but still wants to feel included. Right. So those are, those are just some, some things that I think kind of definitely help um, and make me feel comfortable. Those are some things that I'm trying to implement in some of the things that I want to do for my stream in a way that, you know, helps my viewers, my community feel like they can participate in some of the stuff that I do remotely. If they can't, if they want to do something and they can't do it all by themselves, well, I'm doing something that's similar. If you want to help a little bit, then, you know, it's it's a group effort. Right. And so we want to look at things that can be considered group efforts. I like that. And one of the big things... Um that especially you know and on that pushing for people to kind of work together is again people that join the community have multiple for raw especially we don't we don't uh you know basically trying to figure out the right word in a sense like we don't sit here and say oh this person's been in the community since day one so they absolutely deserve to be in charge of running x we could we've had people join the community and immediately get asked to be like hey you know what do you think could be done better what do you think we can do what do you what are your suggestions for us if they go on the team i know wicked ask questions you know along those lines too hey do you guys have anybody that you want to bring in do you guys have any suggestions things of that nature you know same thing for queen at the end of every you know during her community night, she asked the same questions. If you guys want to see something different, you know, if you guys want, if you want to play a different game or if you guys have suggestions for game nights or just movie nights or whatever it is, you know, let us know, you know. And I think once you take that, when you start offering those things, and I think that's one reason why we've had so much, a lot better success with our community days and our community nights, because it's not just what she decides we're going to do. You know, we put it to the community to, and, you know, she listens to what they, they want. Hey, we really enjoyed this game night. Like, we need to do more of Goose Goose Duck and have farting geese all around the, you know, the room. You know, like, we need to play this game more. Like, that game was hysterical and fun, you know, and... 
I, I couldn't agree more with the fact of having, if you take away that opportunity and you just become a number where you're like, hey, um, I have some suggestions. Well, that's nice, but you're not one of our uh, main people, so we're just not going to listen to you. Like, that's immediately where an org or a community is going to fail when you stop listening to even the newest community member to the most, you know, senior community member in there. And, and stuff like that, like any of that stuff that you guys do as a community, that's stuff that, that should definitely be posted. Like that's stuff that like you want to you want to see on the social medias with, oh, if you want to join in next time, this is how you can. Just so anybody out there who might come across it and be like, oh, that looked really cool. Oh, there's a link that I can contact somebody or this is how I can join or this is how I can get in touch so I can be a part of this too. Like, and it should be, you know, before it happens, if you want to join in, while it's going on, hey, you should come in and afterward, if you want to be part of this next time, that kind of thing. So just as far as the community side goes, um, it doesn't matter if you're wanting to join and possibly be on one of the teams. Like if you don't feel comfortable in the community, then you're not going to feel comfortable in the organization in general as a whole. Right. So you want to have that. You want to have a foundation for anybody who's new. Right. But, and then when it comes past, when it goes past that, it's okay. Well, how do, how do like the people who are on the teams, how do the people who have been here, how are they, how are they treating each other? That's the other thing that I look at is if people are moving and they're like, if they have, you know, they're wearing different hats, if they're um, holding a chair, but they're also on a team, if they're doing this and they're doing this, or if you see somebody who's just moved from one position to another that that's great but i still i want to see that you're focusing on those positions that you're still doing your your job whether it's your you know you're working on your old jobs and you're doing new ones or if you need to refocus if you're expected to do something i want to see that you're going to do it and i when i first joined <laughs> we had a little bit of a, a situation with that and so that was a little that was a little off putting um, because I was asked to help out in a team and one of those team members quit in the middle of a practice and then didn't show up for the tournament that we were supposed to play. And so that was just like, I mean, you've, you've been here, you know how this goes. Am I, am I like, what, am, what, have, what have I jumped into? What have I joined into? Am I supposed to, like, what, what, what was I supposed to expect out of this person? Like, is this how it usually goes? So it doesn't matter if you've been here a long time, if you're new, if, if you take on a responsibility and you tell other people, especially if you're in a team, if you're part of a group and you take on that responsibility and you don't follow through, it doesn't look like it doesn't just look bad on you. It's not just the people that you've interacted with. It's the whole thing that you represent that looks bad for that. And if there are new people that are involved and you are someone who's been there and then you turn around and you do something like that, that's that's kind of like come on. Like what are we doing here? What is the point? So what, what did I see, like, Queen in the corner? She was, like, cracking her knuckles like a troll laugh, like she was about to fight. She was, like, sitting there, she was, like... She's always trying to fight. Uh, she's a, and, then, and, then, and then she started rotating her. I was, like... Like, I noticed that, like, the last couple of minutes... My shoulders hurt. 
She was no, like sitting there getting ready. You can punch Joey. He's right next. Yeah, to you. he's right next to you. That's fine. You can. I don't know. All of a sudden, I had you know, Blue from Blue's Clues pop up because I had an ad pop up on Twitch, and I was just like, "Why is Blue up here?" All of a sudden, like, what, what are we doing? Why is Blue's Clues on? Found a clue. You found a clue, Joey. I did apparently. Well, now he's gonna sit down in his thinking chair and think, think. Get your notebook. Hey. No, get your little notepad. Out. He's gonna. He's gonna be there for a while. One, he can't draw good. Too, he struggles with thinking. <laughs> Do not see the steam over here? Like, there's smoke <laughs> happening back uh, here. His brain is on fire. That's why she does all the thinking. You're pointing the wrong way. She's that way. You did. Oh, on, on, oh, on mine, she's right. On mine, she's you're this pointing way. At me. You're pointing yeah, the wrong way. Point. You're pointing yeah, narrow. There you go. Look, that's yeah, why somewhere in this general vicinity, right she does all the thinking. Oh, no, he's... Uh, I mean, she's all the way at the very bottom, and it is. She joined late. She don't have a camera. Oh, 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 her. Yes. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get the special, special comb for, uh, <laughs> for later for the beard. Yes. Why do I need a comb? <laughs> oh, you don't need it. I do when I, you know, comb it and brush it out. Oh, you're so sweet, Joey. <laughs> that you sit there and comb it out every night. Get all the food. Get all the food particles out. That now he's talking like that. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Oh, okay. Damn it! I thought we were past this. Oh no, that's never gonna be over. We know you you were all. We knew who you're spending special messages to, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't red. Definitely not. Did you send Red a picture of you and your uh, the thing that that I got for? for oh you yeah, my, I still haven't got that. You haven't got that picture yet. Don't worry, I got you, Red. I'll send it to you right now. You can that way you can blow it up, make a poster size. Of yeah, it. make it poster size. <laughs> no, make a make body body pillow for it. Oh, I'm just gonna send. Oh that. my god, it. I saw the company that does that too. They do make body pillows. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna send it to the Walgreens nearby him or whatever, and I'm gonna be like, "Hey, you have a you have something to pick up." He's gonna go up. It's gonna be a giant just poster like canvas size of of just that picture just for you. Body He's gonna be like, the, and the person there. Joey, just gonna don't, look at don't him tell be like, me because oh. you do realize TwitchCon's in Vegas this year. Let's go. I will have you on every billboard around the TwitchCon. <laughs> <laughs> Jerome. Oh my god. And those are big billboards from Bellagio to our Aria, right? <laughs> those are big billboards like right. they just scroll. And all you just see is for for a good time called called Vegas is number one gigolo and it's gonna be a picture. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sabrina's gonna be like, I'm can we get a raw nation uh-huh. branded of that to have for in the wear? <laughs> oh, I mean we could. Gotta call some, ma- I gotta call my manif- the people that manufacture some that, that that I know we can we can she can try to make a uh, a uh, raw nation thong for him to wear around. So you can be like jackass, remember Johnny Knoxville? Just yeah, have- uh, yep. Uh, Steve-O. Steve-O, yeah, yeah, Steve-O. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I had to mute real quick because he's dying. This is chaos region, and this is jackass. <laughs> have him jump in the have him jump in the Bellagio Bellagio water as the as the fountains are going off. Hey, everybody! My name's Chaos Region. Welcome to Raw Nation, Jackass. <laughs> Jesus Christ! 
run through a pile of plastic chairs right into the pool. Dude. Yeah. I saw I saw I saw a drunk guy do that in the uh, gonna run. Yes. Hobble. He'll he'll limp his way over there, it's fine, and just fall over. He'll just fall over into the chairs. He has to do he has to do he's he's got to do it senior citizen style. I remember your your conversation about him and his uh uh his uh, ankle, his, his sprained ankle and you made him jump. Remember that conversation? Oh yeah. When I made him take off running and he fell. Yeah, he he literally just face planted into the into the ground when you when you made him run. Babe, you remember that? Remember that? Remember you remember? Uh, I still remember. I still remember right before I left for deployment and I sneezed and almost blew my hip out. Oh Jesus! I I sneezed. I don't even have that. Joey, like, what, what is that about? <laughs> I don't know anymore, okay? He's I don't knees. understand what happened. I swear to God, he dropped straight to his knees. It was like, oh my God. And I was like, what the hell happened to you? Fuck are you? Like, dude, I, I sneezed so hard. My muscle it, that's attached to my hip <laughs> tensed up and it just tensed. And then I immediately it was like, just. Collapsed to the ground. I couldn't even. I'm you know what? What true? Fuck, dude. Like, you know what would have been great as as he dropped, he just lets him. He just lets one rip as he falls to the ground. That would have made it so much better. Just, just Sabrina would have died laughing like she did, but she would have died laughing even more, and then she wouldn't even check if I was. I could have been dying, and she would have been just. No, I mean, you know, from a guy who who had a, a near death experience. Uh, very recently. And whose fault was that? This one right here just kept on harping it. Like she, yeah, she knew. I was telling you that you had pneumonia. I was like, all right, well, you know, if you have this, this, or this, you probably have pneumonia. No, I'm good. All right, well, just in case, you might want to take this because you probably will get pneumonia. When no, I got, I'm when good. I got, yeah, when I got the walking pneumonia, I had the same exact symptoms like him, and I was like, now nah, I'll be fine as long as I don't walk around too much. I went, I was in New Orleans, so I flew home before I even worried about it. I never went to a doctor's though. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't have walking pneumonia. I have, I get walking pneumonia all the time. That's completely different. Yeah. He had nah, full blown. Was... I'm not breathing. I'm dying pneumonia. Oh yeah, that's different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Well, not walking good. pneumonia like she, turned into that. dude. I was getting scolded the whole night by this one. Like she's like, you, you sure you don't want to go to the hospital? I'm like, no. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm just dying. Well, I mean, apparently he had to be intubated. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> I was telling him. I'm like, you do realize, you remember that my mom was a lieutenant colonel in the Army Nurse Corps. Like, she ran a ward at Walter Reed. I grew up in medicine. I was studying to be a neurosurgeon. Like, I, I've, I've, yeah. I'm telling you. But okay. If you're fine, We're you know your own body. We're yeah, hard-headed. I, you should know that already. I can relate to Nera. I'm the same way. Like, I worked. Yeah, me and JT are, are yeah. Like, I got pulled muscles. I'm fine. I mean, I do that too because my mom's rule was unless you're dead or it's hanging off of you, you don't go to the hospital. But he was actually almost dead, and so yeah. I love that rule. I I waited. Listen, we got three boys. Look, we got three boys. So when the boys come to us, oh my god, I'm like, are you bleeding? No. Are you dying? I don't know. Is it, is, is it hanging off? Is it hanging Good. off of you? That's, that's the You're biggest fine. question. Because if they're dead, then, you know, there's a little bit of time that you can do. I, I waited three hours know. after like, that. If that, it's hanging that, off, that's I just tell mine to rub some dirt in it. I, I, told, yep. I told her, I said, I'm going to bed, right? She says, okay. 
I said, all right, I'm going to, and, and I sat there and I thought I could lay down. I couldn't breathe laying down. So I sat over here. Jim, I was like, does it feel like there's an elephant on your chest? Is it, does it hurt? And he's just like, well, it has been hurting. And I'm just like, it's not, okay. All right. I went he's like, the- he yeah. would like tiptoe around the, he tiptoe around the answers, not giving me full answers because he oh, secretly no. knew that he was dying. I mean, but I can relate though. Like there, there's some things like when I went, when I had a fully collapsed lung, I thought I just pulled muscles in my chest and I worked a full eight hours. And then when I got to the emergency room, they're like, sure. I got to the doctor that had to put a chest tube in me. And he's like, uh, you are, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I'm, I thought I had pulled muscles. I worked for eight hours. He's like, no, you shouldn't be walking right now. People have different pain tolerances where it's hard to tell. Like me, I thought I pulled some muscles. He's like, no, most people aren't walking when this happens. I'm like, okay, my bad. But yeah, it mm-hmm. just depends on what you deal you with. Know, well, it's not, it wasn't just, it's not just pain tolerance though, but we don't have yeah. different like oxygen requirements. Exactly, so like yeah. this, this man was not yeah. breathing. <laughs> breathing <yeah. laughs> and you could hear it. Yeah. Like, He's oh, just over there. It was gasping and then like those hacking, juicy, yeah. I'm coughing up chunks yeah. of my body oh, while there oh. went my liver. I don't know where that wow. came from, yeah. kind of coughs. Yeah. It was that. And then yeah. it, it then you would hear, fine. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Oh, yeah, and you know, you, you know what her first response to me was when I told her I went to the hospital? I told you so. Was her first message yeah, back to uh, me? Uh, that's that's my favorite saying. I'm I'm good at that saying. That and, like, <laughs> I, I told you so. It was a, not. Oh my God! What happened? No, it's I told you so. And then that was it. That okay. that's because I knew what happened. I knew it was going to happen before it happened. Oh yeah. But you know, all of us have good pain tolerance, except for Joey, who who can't seem to sneeze without. I fucking... don't know my own body anymore. Apparently, I'm just broken. <laughs> who sneezes and he and he pulls a muscle or farts? Or I don't know what the hell happened. But he... Joey, you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to be on your knees when you sneeze. All right, you should just be able to sneeze and call it a day. He was hanging out with Red. Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> no, that that's older than me. I promise you, I ain't never done that. Yeah, that went over your head. It's okay. So, how many times have you sneezed and dislocated something? Uh, just well once, but <laughs> I, 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 I'm terrified after after that of every sneeze. Every sneeze, I'm like, this could be it. <laughs> this is the one. This you sneeze and your one. heart stops. It's all. <laughs> you, you sneeze, you're hey, a heart attack. <laughs> he has a life alert now around his neck. <laughs> So every time he walks around, he just has it. He just gets pushed the red button. And he's like, I feel a sneeze coming. The pollen is getting the way. It's, it's springtime. The, poll- the pollen's coming. You know, I might die. I'm going to need an in house nurse for uh, springtime. And we could have like six and just, just get a lot of KT tape and uh, just tape up all your joints. That way, once pollen starts getting everywhere, you're. It's held in place. No one's getting him a back brace, so that way when he sneezes, his back doesn't give out on him. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, I'm not, it was funny. Like, I had a friend a few years ago that literally coughed and cracked a rib. From oh. I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'm not going to lie. I, I bruised, I, I bruised three of my ribs coughing, so. I did that one of the times that I had pneumonia. I coughed yeah, so much I've, that I um, ended up fracturing a rib. Yeah, I've True. never had that happen. I've coughed a lot. It's just my weird. Dad, I'm like, how? But jo- I mean, Joey, <laughs> Joey takes the cake. He, he, 
he's about to sneeze and he just gets down on his knees and Queen's like, what the hell is going on? I'm pretty sure she's like, no, I I sneezed and collapsed to my knees is what happened. And I was no help because I was laughing. I wouldn't help either. Oh, I'm dying. I would would. They told you to hold your sneezes in. Thank God we just got up to the, you know, we had just gotten upstairs too. So like I wasn't on the stairs. God forbid I had been on the stairs and I had sneezed out, uh, sneezed and just rolled down. You, you, know, you, you know, you know what would happen if that happened, right? Queen would be I like, would you got to watch this video that I shot. And we'd yeah. be like, what was this video? And you just see Joey going flying backwards down the, down the stairs, tumbling. Yeah, y'all would be TikTok famous then. Honestly, yeah. I would have rather been on the steps because then I could at least use the excuse, no, I slipped on the steps and that's yeah. why I'm hurt. Not I sneezed. <laughs> Pulled a muscle. It would have been like that. that would have been perfect. You just need that. Been... My leg? <laughs> My leg. It would have been like that TikTok video that of that chick that got hit or hit the door and then everybody started adding music to it because she oh, went. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she hits it and she goes, oh. Everybody <laughs> you see freaking chaos go flying across space like that cat with the rainbow coming out of his butt yeah. oh yeah that would have been great just meow and I, I and that I, would have been the video that would have been the video it would have been that thing where somebody like throws something and just meow and then all of a sudden me sneeze and just hit the floor I mean, and, and I know Queen would have shot the video too. She would have just, she wouldn't even help oh, yeah. them. She would have watched him tumble. Like, wait, 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 wait. Do that again. Yeah. When he sprained his ankle and he hit the floor, I didn't help him then either. I was too busy laughing. I was laughing. Like, tears. I had tears. Oh, I yeah. Crying. I mean, no, because you would have ran down into Chris Tucker and been like, you got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pulled a damn muscle. This is like, you. He fucked up. That's right. That would have been that perfect. Like that. Bro, you really got yeah. No lie, the raw you nation. Had to catch right before the sneeze happens, though, and yeah. this is when he knew he fucked up. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> hey, the the raw nation TikTok would blow up if you got if he had caught that and made that the TikTok for the. Oh, well, who would expect that a sneeze would make him pop a hip out of place or some shit? Whatever. Now you I, gotta I can, keep recording him. Yeah. This is why you should always oh, have a camera on you. You guys want to yeah. know why I want to do live streaming? Is because stupid shit happens when you're turning oh, yeah. your camera off. That's the, that's the only time that it happens. So just keep your camera on 24 hey, seven. That's just, that's just yeah, a new the, level of old right there, though. Yeah, teach the boys how to record. Yeah, teach yeah, the boys yeah. how to record. All of a sudden, I'm, I walk into the house, come home from like a deployment, and everybody's got GoPros on. I'm like, what's happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Welcome home, Dad. Flowers. Just, just, just Pepper getting shook at him. <laughs> we got you these nice flowers. Smell them. Pepper, pepper getting shook all around him. Just throwing Pepper at him. You know, the next thing that's going to happen is he's going to eat. He's gonna fart and like and like blow out a knee or something. Like I'm just really scared for what whatever comes out of his orifices now. Something might have to happen. Scared for what's gonna happen next. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be like a big bird, and then his leg will collapse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't, I don't wish that on you. That shit sucks. Or, or he's gonna, he's gonna lift his leg while he's sitting in the chair farting, and it was, and it was leg, a fun experience. His leg will just bust it. No, he's just, he's just gonna shit himself, and that happens. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Now that needs to be recorded. <laughs> All the time, it's like, well, it's about time to hit the old dusty trail. <laughs> Not so dusty now. <laughs> dusty. Damn chaos! You need the pins. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, we know what we're getting him for Christmas now. Oh, yeah. A whole box of them. We'll send you a pallet. Yeah. What are you talking about? We'll send you a pallet from Amazon. <laughs> I Actually, we didn't we didn't question that. When when you sneezed and your hip went out, did, did you soil yourself? Just a little? <laughs> no. No, I did not. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure Queen would never have let. She would have immediately <laughs> ran downstairs, got on Discord, and immediately been like, everybody needs to get in here right now. Right now. I have to tell y'all Family what meeting. the fuck just Family happened. Meeting. Family meeting. Family meeting. Y'all need Family to know meeting. about this right now. Emergency <laughs> meeting. That's right. I, I know I would have got a message right away. because about to spill the tea. You know who would have been the first to be in there? Nate Cooley. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Nate Cooley would have been in there for sure. He'd be like, "What the fuck is happening?" He would have copied the vid. He would have copied the video. Yeah. He, he would have copied the video and then and then and then had it posted up on every like viral site yeah. possible. I love that kid. Yeah, and it would have just been soiled it, soiled it. Soiled it. <laughs> Check out our new show on a Netflix original, Soiled It. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, you know, Joey. Maybe we shouldn't have talked about this because you know, if the higher ups see this, they might medically discharge you for for not being able to keep us these together. They're going to set me on the boat again, and then they're going to be like, "I'm going to be going up a ladder well and, and just sneeze, fucking fall down through a hatch, down <laughs> through a flight of metal stairs," and they're going to be like, twenty six staples later." <laughs> like oh, what? No, <laughs> babe, you should tell them what you did for a Klondike bar. No, oh, no, no, oh, no. You need to tell that story. No, what no. Did you, oh. no. Uh, you can't. You cannot say that. On what the would you do for a Klondike bar? All right. So, it, it, red nose, red nose. <laughs> but on 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 our ships, we got little uh, like uh, snack shops where you can go buy. Uh, food that like they have supply shops where you can go get like drinks. You know okay. they have ice cream, they have clothing, snacks, all that stuff when they have it in stock. Well, we got word that they got ice cream, and it yeah, it's not it. When that happens, you're listening for the words over the radio, uh, like over the comms, like hey, we got ice cream. <clears throat> By the way, you were extending for three months, but yes, we have ice cream. And you're just like, well, fuck. So uh, we we got word that we had ice cream. So I ran down there with one of my buddies, and I'm like, oh my god, yes, I'm so excited. Well, over this freezer, they had this metal shelf of a bunch of other snacks. So I'm like, I, I open it up, and I'm like, oh my god, they got contact bar. I reach in, I lean over. And when I come up, I didn't I didn't come up like a normal person would. Like, oh, let me just reach in and grab this and and step away. No, I reached in and got fucking hella excited. And I came up, I cut my head open on the corner of the shelf. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, guys, I got it. And my buddy's like, you're bleeding. You got it. And I walked up to the register and I'm like, here you go. And then I felt something drip and I'm like, What's going on? Like I looked down, and I'm like, I'm bleeding. He's just like, Yeah, we need to go to medical. And I'm like, it can't be that bad. And I go up, and he's like, Okay, well, so we go up, we go up to uh, our birthing, and 
I go into the I go into the the bathroom and I look in the mirror and I wash it off with water and then I just see this gash, just empty gash. And then as soon as I wash it off, it just started pouring out. And I was like, "Hey man, we gotta go." And so I get I. I, I just like I do. Yeah. And so we go and then anytime there's an accident, we gotta go to safety afterwards. We gotta go to the safety officer of the ship. So <clears throat> I walk in to the office and it's like little little kids just it's him. It's him. He's here. He's here. And they're just <laughs> and they just sit there, they're just like How's it going, AC3? And I was just like, I'm good. I was told I had to come down here. And they're like, yeah, you know, we heard there was an accident the other day. And we just want to know, um, what would you do for a Klondike bar? And I was just like, this is, oh, coming from an this is coming from an officer of the ship asking me. And I'm just like, God damn it. <laughs> That is epic. So here I am having to fill out a form, and they're just like, you got to tell them what you were reaching for. You got to write that in there. And I was just like, I wrote I was getting ice cream. They're like, no, they need the details of what of what you were reaching for. And I was like, <laughs> that's definitely going on a Darwin's list. Yeah. 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 So, so you use your, your hip out. You've got paper uh, thin skin. Like they're they're you're just you're out, man. Like, uh, um, I'm, I'm, so we know what his Christmas list is now though. We have to get him depends and a bubble boy bubble. Yeah. And and a Klondike bar. No, keep those away from him. Ice cream in the ice cream safety training, they said he can't have those no more. No more no shelves. He can't be around any shelving. Helmet. Yep. I need a helmet, guys. We'll get you one with the Raw Nation logo on it. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I wear it everywhere I go. Hey, yeah, like, yeah, slow my... children playing oh, sign for the front yard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime I walk outside, I see Sabrina coming back in like she just oh my put God. something Did out pull... there. He pulled like a little what a little like nine or ten year old would do when they see a Klondike bar in, in one of those reefers. At the at the liquor store, he literally just smacked his head against a, a shelf for a Klondike bar. All right, definitely. Yep. <clears throat> yep, that's yep. I was so proud when I got that phone call. I go through ice cream safety training. I know, right? Well, I, I wonder what kind Three of shit you did for a Kit Kat. Like, I mean, you're like, never, you're never going to see that anywhere else. That's going to be the only incident ever in the military. Guy cut his head open for a Klondike bar. Did yeah, they put yeah. stitches in your head? Did they have to stitch it, or was it just like a... You're muted. Oh, shocker. <laughs> Joey muted. No, they didn't have to put stitches in it. They did not have to put stitches in it. So now I gotta get the, the audio for what we do. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, you could probably uh, just put a paper towel over it. Then. Yeah, the, well, the chunk of skin that was missing there, they were just like, we're, we're just gonna put gauze over it. I mean, granted, getting stitches in the, in the military, too, like... It, Red can tell you, 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 you could be dying and on your deathbed, and they're like, "Here's some Tylenol. Here's some Motrin. We'll, we'll see you tomorrow at work, or we'll see you later tonight at work. You know, because your shift is this afternoon, so you better be there. It takes, it takes like, it, it, you have to move heaven and earth. You have to break your leg, and even then, 
they're just like, well, we put this inflatable cast on you. you st- but I have to climb three ladder wells to work. Well, just take your time. And you're like, oh, you're not gonna fly. Me- you're not gonna fly me off. Like I can't work under these conditions. No, you'll be fine. Yeah, here's some 800 milligram ibuprofen. You'll be all right. That's why they ended up putting a cast on me because I fractured my wrist and I wouldn't stop going back to gymnastics. And I kept on doing back handsprings on a broken wrist. So it just like kept, it was like a fracture, but then it just wrapped around the bone. Like it was just spreading every time I did something. And so they were like, well, we're putting a cast on your arm. You're like the opposite of him then. He's... He gets hurt all the time for the most silly. By the way, when he comes back on the next podcast, I want to make sure I get that jingle for the Klondike Park. So when he shows up and we introduce him, <laughs> it will be it will be like, "What would you do for a Klondike bar?" And then and it will be like, a "Picture of his head split yeah. open." If you record it, I'll sing it for you. All right, all right, cool. <laughs> we will make sure that that's your intro. That's gonna be a sound alert. How many times would you be willing to sneeze for a Klondike bar? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. This has turned into the Squid Games. For Joey, that can mean death. <laughs> hey, Sabrina, what's your, uh, what's your life insurance policy on him? <laughs> Half a mil. Good one. Oh, good. <laughs> That's why she's not worried about it. She's just going to record it. She's going to be like, look, I did help. I was taking video for... You Look guys, at, you guys could see what was happening. While Look at, and the, the tears. And would, she's gonna trade you in for a newer model that doesn't fall apart uh, off of just a sneeze. Yeah. You, yeah. Hey, hey, Joey. Well, here, here's she's the good part, though. A, a Klondike bar. <laughs> or, or, yeah. Here's the good part: is that her tears would be authentic. They might be tears of laughter, but they were authentic. Good. <laughs> they are still tears. After they all. are tears. Just some laughter. <laughs> <laughs> He'd only get one sneeze in before he'd only get one Klondike bar. I'm pretty sure he'd drop. That's why we don't have shelves over our our freezers in the house, okay? Okay, I'm going to make sure I'm going to make sure whatever whatever Airbnb we get at at TwitchCon that there's this freezer with a shelf above it. I just want to see how we... And we're just going to fill it with Klondike bars. I'm going to fill it with Klondike. I'll buy $800 worth of Klondike bars and just fill it and just see how long... Just have a... No, 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 no. That's time. the point, though. Is remember he had he like jumped into the freezer. Yeah, no, you it's gonna be like, bottom, a, yeah. You have to only put a layer of Klondike bars at the bottom, but make nah, sure they're snugly fit. Right that way, point. he has to like kind of struggle, like he has to kind of get in there to get it out. That way, when he jumps out, he's like, "Yeah, I got it," and he like does it again. He <laughs> has, to, it has, to, he has to have that, you know. That I didn't know Klondike. I didn't know Klondike bars would be that exciting, but uh, hey, when you're out to sea. They, yeah, they're, down, the, but my thing wasn't they're, they're the best. I guess yeah, compared to like the little, you know, those little like cup you ice creams with a little like wooden spoon. With the wooden spoon? Yeah. I uh, those. Those. Oh, so I know. They're so cream. good. You don't, you, you don't understand. We have tasting piece of wood ever. Uh-huh. Exactly. Working, being on the, being on there is like working at McDonald's 24-7 seven days a week. We have three ice cream machines in the galley and none of them work. Yeah, they're always broken. And they're that's always how they broken. were delivered. They're always either broken, supposedly, or they're just like, yeah, sorry, we gotta wait for the next replenishment. Three replenishments later. So when are we getting that ice cream? Oh, yeah, they're still broken. We're like, you said you were just waiting on ice cream stuff, not for I, yeah, I parts that, to fix it. 
you know, when you ask for a hot fudge sundae at McDonald's and you you see the damn machine is rotating and it's cold and it's making that it looks like a diesel engine every time it stops because it's rotating the stuff inside of it. And then they tell you, yeah, it's broken. And you're just like, dude, it's oozing out of the the, the fucking nozzle has it just just dripping out of there like you're fucking liars, dude. Fucking liars. That's when they go, yeah, it's not supposed to be dripping like that. That's why it's broken. But see, when we say liars, they're just like, okay, I'll make sure that the food, the portions you get on your next time through the galley are teeny tiny, teeny tiny, or spit in, or spit in. Yeah, I can tell you right now, the portions of food that we got, Sabrina, Sabrina was like, you better not come back where you lost weight. And sure enough, I came back and I lost like almost fifteen pounds. And this was after two months of being gone because uh, Amphib. Oh, my God. And it's because they like this. They're like, okay, here you go. Take a little ice cream scoop. Not one of the big ice cream scoops. The little ones. Like the ones you have for your house where you're just like, okay, yeah, let me just get a little scoop of ice cream, maybe two or three of them. And they do this. I'm like, hey, uh, I'll get some rice. It's not a spoon. They're just like, okay, ice cream scoop. Boom. I'm like, yes. um, Can I have a... A little bit more, and they're like, yeah. "No, sorry, we can't. We we we, we can't accommodate that. We have yeah. multiple people on and ships. <laughs> like the best ships or the smaller ships to eat off of. They always got the good food. Well, we got like we had that, and then they'd be like, "Okay, here's a uh, ice cream scoop." They'd be like, "Oh my god, it's ravioli night! Everybody, yeah. it's ravioli night!" And they get like it's it could be the chef boy. It is the chef boyardee ravioli. I'm convinced. It's the Walmart brand. They should just give you a can then and just tell you to go fuck off into your into your. It could, and I'd be happier because at least I'd have like one of the individual cans to eat out of. But they give you less than what's in a can on your plate. Yeah, they give you like three. You get like three raviolis, and that's it. That is sad. <laughs> it's okay. My my stay at the hospital. Now I want ravioli. Why do we have to do that? Why do we? Have to do that? So I'd be fishing off the side. I'm being discharged. I'm fishing. <laughs> like it, it's it's, it's okay, Joey. My my stay so at the I'm hospital. Sorry if I get excited for a Klondike bar and I'm just freaking out for a Klondike bar. <laughs> my, my, my stay at the hospital. I I I, I tasted quinoa, quin quin. I love quinoa. You hush. Quinoa. Okay, I can let me let me. Really, really, really well. Okay, well, the hospital did not make it really, really well. I, I felt Fine like I was hospital, eating, yeah. I was eating like thirty grit sandpaper with like a, a a hint of like bell pepper taste. Yeah, so then it wasn't cooked all the way. No. Apparently, it wasn't because I'm sitting there like I asked the nurse. I go, "Excuse me, uh, it shouldn't be crunchy." I'm like, "Excuse, excuse no. me, is this like thirty grit sandpaper? Like, what what did you guys serve me?" At most, each grain should have like a little pop to it, kind of. Yeah, that's but it. Shouldn't yeah. it? Shouldn't be yeah. like there should not be there should not be grittiness to it. I, that means the at, at, was at this point, I, I'm still losing like like flavor palettes in my tongue because that's how. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, at, at least, at, oh, so least you know, your taste buds off. Guys. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Rice is like one of the Rice is like one of the easiest things to make, and imagine getting like your your daily scoop of rice, and it's half soup. the rice it is either soup or it's only half cooked rice, and you're like, oh my god, piece of rice, and you go to bite into it, and you almost chip a tooth biting into the rice, and you're just like, what the fuck is this? Why am I eating? Maybe this? that's why I chipped a tooth. Maybe I chipped a tooth eating that food at the hospital because <laughs> that meatloaf the first night was a little <laughs> crunchy, little crispy. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I felt like you know you know how you do like creme brulee and you you like burn the yeah. the top of it. <laughs> to be fair, it's hospital food. It's not meant to be great. <laughs> hey, I did I did learn a new term. I I did learn a new term. Red, you'll be uh, happy to know this. Oh, um, scary. <laughs> I learned a new term on the ship, and uh, it's uh, what Saturday night dinner is called. And I, the first time me and one of, again, one of the seasoned people in there, uh, in the Navy, it was the first time we'd ever heard of it. They're like, hey, it's WAP night. I was like, WAP night. Well, I was like, WAP night. I was like, what the fuck is WAP night? And they're like, yeah, it's WAP night. That's not a question I would ever ask. (laughs) It's wings and pizza. And I was like, why? Why? Okay. We're why, 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 why? Yeah, I was about to say. I thought you guys were eating something else on the ship. Like, I was like, why? Why? Why are we calling it that? And then somebody was like, Yeah, I always heard it as Single Dad Saturday. And I was like, See, that makes more sense than fucking WAP Night. Maybe for Chinese. I can see WAP Night for Chinese because you know, cat. Yeah. <laughs> because I just want you to know when you said Womp Night, all of our faces changed. They're like, please don't say what you're about to say. I no, exactly what you all thought it was is what we yeah, I was about me to start and this guy that. were looking like. We're like, what the fuck is? Why? I'm, like, I'm married. I, I'm married. I'm I, look, married. I ain't going. To, I ain't going to dinner then. Like, I, I guess I'm. I'm not eating. All he sees is two legs like this on top of the. And they're just like they're like the yeah, ladle. Yeah. Would you like that extra sauce, sir? <laughs> you know. That's great. Uh, I was just like, this is the absolute most insane shit. Why did that oh, song that. just start playing in my head when when he said WAP? That's, that's what I did. I and, see, I am so glad that all your reactions were exactly what the reaction that we had when we were sitting there. We're just like what the fuck are you talking about right now? And I, our, our chief and our officer was like, Get a bucket, um, get a bucket and a mop for that wet ass. <laughs> oh. I mean, it was great because Queen and Wicked are sitting there like, oh, God. They, they did their natural eye <clears throat> thing. And me, me and Kat are sitting here like, he's not going to say this, is he? Who's <laughs> our face just like, oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, that 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 was the biggest like shock. For, I knew for something. Us. Too Notice, I put the chat down life. once the conversation got to that point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, cat's over here taking notes. She's like, this is what. She's like, this is what I've been waiting for. Okay, WAP night. Okay, on the ship. All I right. Like how I knew as soon as he said, I learned a new word. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> I learned. I learned a new word, guys. There you go. Hey, for all you guys that want to join the military branch, you want you want some WAP? Go join the Navy, huh? <laughs> all you kids that love that WAP, huh? Yeah. Meet on board Saturday nights. Exactly, Saturday nights. Get you, get you a little WAP. It makes sense if it's the Navy, but I would have expected, like I said, I would have expected either like Look, we had Chinese for the cat or, you know, maybe <laughs> pulling up a mermaid or some shit, but <laughs> well, I guess if it's that wet, you would you there might be a mermaid floating around somewhere, right? See? Hmm? Just saying. 
And what's great is when they're wings, you go down there and you're like, all right, I guess I'm getting wings and they're chicken tenders in buffalo sauce. You're like, these are chicken tenders from lunch. And they're just like, no, these are boneless wings. I'm like, these are boneless lies. wings. <laughs> the lies you tell. We them in some so, so, so basically they're, they're, just the holding, they're just holding a bag of like, of like dino tenders, right? Yeah, pretty much. Dino nuggies. Dino nuggies. Oh, they, like, they just mix them in some of that Frank's red hot sauce, and then just you know. So it wasn't even. It wasn't even a good wop. Yeah. No bucket in the mop for you. If you don't need that or that kind of wop. It wasn't even a good wop. Yeah. Look, at least prisoners get better uh, actual servings of food. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah, because they hope they keel over and die inside their cells so they can get another person in there. For you, they want you to live, sir. Yeah. Although for you, I don't know. I don't know. That's kind of an issue for you. I think you're under, you're malnourished if you can't sneeze and not pop a hip. I'm and, uh, see, what they do is they get the cheapest vendor they can get. They don't even get name brand stuff. We get like yeah, under black market type shit, you know. <laughs> it's all right, hey, hey, Red. As long as we know, we need to get him some milk. Like, yeah, his calcium. Dude, he has a calcium. Milk. It's it's powder milk. His well, calcium no, deficiency, yeah, though, of him he being. He's yeah. and pulled a hip. Yeah, his calcium deficiency is like to the point where we we have to be concerned now. Yeah, for yeah, his well being. Breaks hips. We're in trouble. Yeah, I'm worried for you. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna get a message after this from Red. It's gonna be a little poster in memoriam of Chaos Rain, and it's gonna be a prep. He's gonna be like, "Okay, I have this ready for you whenever, uh, whenever you're ready." Yeah, he I mean, milk. yeah, he needs some milk, like some wholesome milk. You know, we'll, we'll send you some. Don't worry, bro. We there's got gonna you. Be a new, there's gonna be a poll in the Discord now. Oh yeah, chaos. All right, springtime's here. When's <laughs> chaos going? Everybody, yeah. get ready. That's, that's another Christmas present. <laughs> milk, some milk. Yeah, right, I mean, Red. You know, pants, milk, and a bubble. You know, you know, Red. To be honest, I, I sent I sent uh, Bree and and uh, and Joey a, a, a nice like after Christmas present. Actually, I think it was wasn't it? It was after Christmas we sent them those. Presents. Oh God, yeah. here we go. Oh no. <laughs> well, one of them was supposed to be a prank, but then Joe accidentally picked up the package. Right, it was supposed yeah. to be something that Sabrina did in front of Joey that would throw him off and be like, "What you know? What the hell's going on?" It's still gonna happen. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Because it was it was it was such an amazing present that that we got him. Was just yeah, it was. Uh-huh. I don't remember. So uh, it's... no. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. It's my yes, sheet. you do. You're what? Oh, <laughs> oh my God! The Shiwi. <laughs> How can you forget my Shiwi? See, I, I got her that thinking, okay, Bree, go pick up the package and then go pick Joey up somewhere and just let it rip, like, right in the parking lot. So that way, and it, yeah, she just whips it out in the parking lot. And then Joey's like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> like, she's just standing there, you know, man style with the legs, <laughs> with the legs spread. Pulled, no, I have it perfectly set up. He would have pulled more than a hip at that point. Great date night. I'm gonna look fine as hell and everything. And then right towards the end of the day, I'll be like, "Oh wait, I need to go use the bathroom." And then just whip that shit right out there. Be like, "I'm good. Don't worry." That was the plan, but then you picked up the package and figured out what I sent her. So I was like, "Damn it!" But the one I got you was even better. I heard it doesn't fit very well, but I mean, you know it didn't fit well, huh? 
Oh my god. I had a comment. I won't say it. <laughs> I mean, did, did Red get the picture already? He should know very well that it didn't fit well. Uh, I never got a picture. Uh, Queen has the picture. I don't have it on my phone. Queen has I it on her phone. I have the picture. Send it to Red. Red will love it. I, yeah. I don't know if he will. I don't oh, know. he will. I mean, maybe for all the wrong reasons, but I... <laughs> you see JT laughing, right? You already know it's, it's, it's going to be something good because he's over there laughing. I haven't seen it, but I know if it's that bad that Queen won't send it, I know it's good. Oh no, Queen! Queen! One of her one of her drinking nights threatened to send it to me as as a punishment for for giving her a hard time, and I'm like, and it would know. not have ended up as a punishment for him. It would have ended up as like <laughs> a punishment for Joey. Yeah, it would have been because I would have had it blown up on a cardboard piece and sent back to him. I would have got. <clears throat> Unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, hey, the the year's still young, all right? We'll we'll get around to that. That's true. This is true. It's going quick though, because it's already almost April. I know. I know. God, God. I'm so old. I'm turning 21 this ne next month. So that's a that's a lot. Yeah, me too. I'll be 21 the month after that. See, I'll be 21 <laughs> the month after that. I'll be 21 next month. Say April. Yeah, she's taking shots. I don't want to be young. <laughs> <laughs> she takes a shot. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Well, no. goes that that was great. She had to think about it. He took a shot. She's like, "Yeah, I'll be yeah." And then she's like, <laughs> "Yeah, twenty-one. Yeah, twenty-one. Yeah, I'll be twenty-one again." <laughs> Nobody will believe me though. Years ago. Well, yeah, you're you're, you're breaking hips. Off. Yeah, you're. You're breaking hips, I'm trying to sneeze and shit. You think I'm just brittle at this point. Like, do I you want a cane break. or do you want a walker? Canes are more badass, so I'll take a cane. Yeah, but the walker can do more damage when you have to hit somebody. With yeah, it. you nah, can put the, the cool ass tennis balls on the yeah, bottom. Of it too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll get you that some. And then we'll get you some rims for the wheels in the front so they, they spin. Ah, and, then, and, and then I'll get you a Hot Wheels sticker to put on the side. Yeah. Will it have flames, though? That's all that matters. Yeah. We'll paint it, we'll paint yeah. it black. And then yeah. add the yeah, flames, yeah. yeah, and they'll even have a horn. It'll be like, wah, 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 you know, on the front, a little horn, in the <laughs> a little augu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got you, bro. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that one because we don't want you to have a cane. Hey, because just because you're turning geriatric on us, right? And we're all young as fuck, and you're geri you're turning into the geriatric. Right. You know, the rest of us here are young as fuck, and you're just—I don't know what's happening to you. <laughs> we're still well, gonna be here to support we you. He chose not to age, and so he took all of our. Yeah, he did. We're Benjamin Buttons. We're going the opposite way. Yeah, I think I, I found out me. what happened. I, I, I finally figured out what happened. What happened? See, so one time I had a softball him. tournament. <laughs> I'm not the only one. Oh yeah. And I, I actually got him to play, and he dove for a ball, and that's probably what caused it all. He likes diving for balls. Yeah. Um, bobbing. Oh, God damn it. You had to. God. Is it diving or bobbing? He came back from deployment. Okay. Because he decided that he was going to go play. What did you play again? What was it? What did I play? Shuffleboard. <laughs> Shuffleboard. The, that's the, the game that you did on deployment, babe. <clears throat> Oh. Uh, was it volleyball? Volleyball. volleyball. Okay, so he, okay, so he pulled the Tom Cruise. He pulled the Tom Cruise. 
Nah, nah. Iceman and, and Tom Cruise, bro. No, uh, that Miles Teller, you know what I'm saying? He dove for that <laughs> ball, too, and then comes back broken with his leg all scratched up and everything. And he's like, oh, oh my God, it burns in the shower. <laughs> did not. Yes, you did. Every time he Okay, so Joey, so what, what I'm bro, learning. He the ball, he has to die for it. You he know does. what, Bree? You know, I was going to invite Joey to go to go uh, hog hunting in Texas. We do it on helicopters with, with M4s. I'm thinking maybe that. Fall out the yeah, he that might fall out of the helicopter. Good, yeah, that wouldn't be. Don't a good let idea. red. Don't let red fly the helicopter. That's all I'm saying. I'm not well, so worried about red. I'm so worried about. You're gonna, you're gonna have to put me in a uh, in a little in a little onesie on you. You're gonna have to have me like on your back. Like oh, a baby. why do you sound so excited about that, dude? Yeah. I will. You want to go try? Just it? got excited. I did. I got so excited. <laughs> You gotta put me I was so happy. I was like, I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna get a little thing. I'm gonna be on Nero's back. He's gonna backpack me as we go hog hunting. I, I will. His hips don't work anymore. He can't walk. True. <laughs> I'm excited. Somebody will just carry him the whole time. Yeah, at least now if he sneezes, he won't have to I worry about the laughing. I, <laughs> I sneeze and I'll be like, oh my hip, it's okay because I'm. You on start Nero's shitting back. yourself down his back. No. Oh god, don't do that. No, fuck. You know what? Get off my back. <laughs> it's a new kind of Klondike bar. Uh, the melted one. The melted type. Yeah. Gross. Oh my god. The melted type. Look what you did, babe. Klondike what? chaos oh, reigns. You brought <laughs> <Dude>. up. <laughs> what? Can, you, can, can someone post on Discord uh, uh, Klondike bar, please, in general chat? And then just put what would you do? And then tag him in it. <laughs> I'll do it later. Oh, Never mind. I'm gonna wake that up to that tomorrow. That is so great, Bree. That was such a great story. Oh my god, that is such a great story. Just him and sneezing, and then Klondike bars. It's it's over for Joey. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> next thing you know, right? Like you know, the next time he puts on his his little uh, his little celebration thong, the the Fourth of July thong, he might hurt something then too. Trying to put it on. <laughs> uh, I don't oh want. I, I don't want Joey to call me like in the middle of the night and go, "Hey, bro, I'm at the hospital. Why? I don't know. I I kind of got stuck in a pretzel thing because I was trying to put that <laughs> that gift on that you sent me. That gift you sent me on, and I I got my room. change his name. <laughs> He's like, I went into a muscle spasm. I'm trying to put it on. Klondike chaos. <laughs> <laughs> You're muted. It's a good one now. Oh, yeah, Jacob, you know, like, oh you there we go. Oh, no, I've been, I was here the whole time. Like, your lips were moving, but I didn't. See, this is what I love about this is because we, we can get sidetracked on a conversation and it'll turn out to be very good. Yes. Most of the time, yeah. uh, most of the time at the expense yeah. of, of chaos, but you know. Our conversations are Picasso. Uh, they are. They are. <laughs> I mean, he's the only guy in his 30s that can, can dislocate his hip by sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> Usually you have to be like eighty something, but no, That's sir, not yet. <laughs> it's just Shit, I it's a skill, okay? And I never well, had I something like that happen. Right? No, me. Yeah, I'm. I'm going on thirty four in June. I've never. Like, you know, you know, you know, Bree. What I'm going to have to get you next is, the, is is a sex swing. That way, he just sit there and not have to move at all. That like, would ruin him even more. Huh? That, like, I just getting caught up in that shit and pulling Actually, you're right. Out. You're right. No, my luck, I'd be like, 
And then all of a sudden it collapses or I trip over it and I fall and hit the ground and I'm like, okay, it doesn't work anymore. I can just Queen see Joe. Yeah, Queen comes home and Joey's all tangled up in the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> Klondike, 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 Klondike. Klondike. Oh my god. He looks like Spider-Man that's caught in his own web, like hanging from the ceiling and shit. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, see, in the process of him trying to get in the swing, he was also trying to put on that little thong of his. And, and all, you see his butt cheeks hanging out the other side because he couldn't get it on either. He's oh just crying. <laughs> Oh, oh man! Oh, Welcome to the Gulag Podcast. Welcome everybody. to the Gulag Podcast. <laughs> crying Klondike. He's all screaming Klondike. The the neighbors next door think he's getting his ass beat for an ice cream bar. <laughs> Klondike bar. Klondike bar. <clears throat> My God, dude! Oh, no. You know you're never going to. Those two things you're never gonna never gonna live down now, Joe. No, he can't live it down because that's gonna be his, his intro song now. What would you do for a Klondike bar? You know, my next stream, I'll, I'll play that music. If you know, you know. Hey, actually, don't. You might, you might, you might get hit with a copyright. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> they're, like, they're, gonna, they're not going to hit him with a copyright because he played the music. They're going to hit him with a copyright because he made a Klondike bar so dangerous for some reason. <laughs> kids don't want to buy they're it. Gonna, they're going to hit me with a copyright, and they're going to be like, "Do you know what yeah. music you use?" And it. Then Klondike's gonna come in and be like, "It's okay, we know it's him. It's fine." Yeah, it's him. <laughs> the Navy, he has authorization the, to use this. The Navy sent us his report. We're also gonna see a year's supply of Klondike bars. <laughs> God, no, no freezer though. No, yeah, no, no freezer. freezer. <laughs> he's gonna get a. He's gonna get a. He's gonna get an ice chest with uh, uh with some dry ice in it. That's what he's gonna get. <laughs> Nice little foam ice chest. You can't hurt yourself with a foam ice chest, Joey. Don't find a way. Uh, I'll figure it out. I will figure it out. Don't. That's going to be the new. It's going to be the new content channel on the uh, Run Nation YouTube. uh, Run Nation Jackass. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't know if we can authorize that one. (laughs) Narrow Clint Chaos, a foam cooler and some dry ice. Let's see what happens. He'll find a way to blow blow up the cooler with the dry ice inside. Yeah. <laughs> no, he'll just bare hand the dry ice. Oh, yeah, bare hand the dry ice. Yeah, yeah that's a good <laughs> I'll go up and be like, oh, my God, what is this? Like, oh, here? some ice. <laughs> <laughs> he, I could see him doing that. He just hear like, in the background. Why is it so smoky in here? Oh, my God. <laughs> she's got Lana from Archer where he, she reaches in for a bottle of water and she just pulls out. Oh, fuck, son of a bitch ass mother. <laughs> you see burns on his hands. He's all red, like yeah. burns, like all over his hands. What happened to you, Joey? <laughs> well, remember that? He'll uh, be sitting at the desk like this, I but Queen will be like feeding him the Klondike bar from the side. <laughs> uh, she wouldn't feed it to me. She'd put no. it on that little like, on desk my, like my my there, sta- right? my little stand here. She'd clip it in. And she'd be like, "There you go. The rest <laughs> is up to you." You see Joey going like this. <laughs> he's, like, he's like trying to reach for it. He's like, <laughs> "Can you rotate it? Can you rotate it?" I'm done with that side. It's the paper. It's the paper. 
I'm enjoying watching this. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead and do what he's going to do one more time. No, nah, no, nah, you're oh. not clipping. Okay, that. No. I know you. <laughs> you. You have set a precedence for your reputation there, JT. I already know what you're planning to do. I know you're clip. Oh, you, you have fat. You're a fast clipper, so you'll 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 find a way to clip that in. You'll find a way to clip that. Okay, we'll go back through the VOD and clip it. You can just go back to the VOD. True. True. You're welcome. I mean, at least I didn't hurt myself while I was doing it. I mean, imagine if you asked him to do it. Good Lord. We're going to make a clip of Joey talking about how he busted his head open for contact bar. Yeah, that could actually be like a yeah a music video. Just have him just, you know, doing the... (laughs) Oh, my God. We can auto-tune him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this sound like T Pain. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. We're making great plans. I love this. Yeah. Sneezing and breaking a hip. He's <laughs> so excited over a Klondike bar. He broke his head. Auto tune. <laughs> yeah, next time he hurts himself and screams, you should auto tune and scream. <laughs> Record it and just auto tune it. The most viral sound on TikTok. <laughs> it's a, it's like, ow, babe, my hip. <laughs> Just auto tune. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see it. Then you see him going like this, reaching for her, and she's over there just laughing at him. Just straight up, right in front of him, just laughing at him. That's all I could do. You know, I I will say though that you and the and her down here have the same attitude. Probably laughed at that shit too. Just yeah, would not do anything to help. Yeah, you. Everybody in here would laugh. Who, me? No, no, no. I was talking to Kat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone in here would laugh at him. True. I'm sorry, but when you hear somebody sneeze and then they go and <laughs> him, try to grab like the wall so they don't fall and just land on their knees, what are you going to do? You're oh, going Fucking <laughs> off, and that's what I did, and it took. I probably me pissed myself laughing. I might have twinkled a little bit. It was worth it. It was, it was <laughs> funny. I could not hold it together. Oh my! God. Me trying to ask, like, how how do you do? Like, I couldn't even get that out. I was just like, <laughs> I, I think my response would have probably not necessarily been laughter because I would have been trying very hard not to judge him. Oh, I'm laughing, <laughs> and I would it would just been like. Was this in public? <laughs> that's judging. That's a hundred. That's worse than laughing. I'm trying to trying to hold it in, and, I, and just you you good? I'd rather you laugh than get <laughs> you that fine? look. Just imagine that happening in like Walmart or some shit like that. Oh my god! Yes, he's all the cart slides out from underneath him, and he's still holding it and shit. So he's just dr- being drug along by a cart. Along. I, would, I, I would probably look and be like, mm, and then turn and just keep walking. Like I don't know this yeah. person. I'm not helping that guy. Video the people of Walmart. That's what he would end up on. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. What <laughs> happens at Walmart stays online. <laughs> online, yeah. Exactly. Online. <laughs> at Walmart and online. So basically, so what you need to do, Breeze, he just throws some black pepper in front of him as he walks inside the Walmart. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, do you want a sticker? <laughs> he's he's over there trying to grab the the old lady that checks your receipts hand because he just fallen on the ground. <laughs> then you'll snap a picture of him and post it up on the wall. 
I would just stroll yeah. away and then he wouldn't see me again for like 10 minutes until I very slowly drove up in one of those motorized carts. Like, all right, here you go. <laughs> here you go, sir. I would have I would have hit with it. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> I feel the love. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, at least uh, I'm helping in that situation. Yeah, you were getting you. I was going to run him over. I put him out of his misery. He would, he would run him over. Put, he would have run him over, put it in reverse, and you would have heard the beep, beep, beep. As he's running him over again. Of him. They're like, why did I join? <laughs> Look, it's a, it's a standard on every... every yeah, time. last time was uh, when he was eating the Maxi Pad pizza, and I... He, yeah, he started strong too with that, and 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 then, and then it kind of slowly sunk downhill when he started looking at the the palzoni, palzoni, whatever the fuck he was eating, and then he's like, "It was supposed to be the bat symbol, and it didn't turn out that way." It turned out looking like a pad. A yeah, dude, it, it looked like a maxi pad. We tried to tell, explain it to him like five times, and then he took him a while to. Pizza, so, oh, yeah, <laughs> that was a rough image then, for you. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, and then he and then he forgot to tell Bree that she 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 had breadsticks for like two hours, and then he just walks by her and goes, "Oh yeah, I forgot I got these for you," and just hands them to her. And she goes, "Wait, you waited two hours to tell me that I had breadsticks and stone cold breadsticks." Yeah, they were like cold oh, breadsticks in that and... Oh man! And they were shaped like dicks. Oh yeah, she kept on doing this in front of the camera. I was like, "Yeah, well, you know, hey." <laughs> they looked like they looked like. Dicks. I was like, "Can you believe this is what the what the hell is this?" They looked like. Like, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Joey's uh. just in the background, Claudike, Claudike. Safe words. Claudike, Claudike. That's his safe word now. It's like his, it's like his oh, version of Marco Polo because you have to find him and find out where he fell out at as he sneezed. Claude. <laughs> <laughs> but the dyke comes in all crying. <laughs> hey, don't oh, don't be going in for any hip replacements, all right, Joey? Jesus. So, oh, yes. if he wakes I up in nightmares yelling Klondike, Klondike, we all know what this is about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. You know what amazes me? Like you were, you, you, he was an ice skater. He was a baseball player. He would do football and soccer on the side. All these things. And I'm like, a sneeze almost took you out. Nothing it's the lack it. of nutrition that he's getting on the boat. It's I think it's I think it's a so that's a that's a tendon issue. So that's vitamins C and D. Well, at least you know he's not taking the D. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's not true. He gets I understand red beard taking care he, of that. Yeah, that's not true. He gets plenty of that from red. Okay, so you no, just... No, not red. It's somebody else now. No! Yes. It's always been red! <laughs> well, yeah, it is It is Doctor now. You're right, Doctor Blood Axe. Oh, that's yeah, it. that's right. You've been cheating. I saw on the, yeah. on the Discord. Yep. Sorry. You're cheating. I had, I had needs. I wow. had needs. Red wasn't responding. <laughs> Oh, so blame it on red now. See. Who are you I trying was to... driving. 
<laughs> Look, I don't care about your safety. You respond when I message you. Oh, I feel like we're doing couples therapy now. No more podcasts. We're just going to do couples therapy. Time out. So, so Brad, you were, you were responding to him, but you never responded to any of my messages? I know. What, I got like three messages from him the whole time you were gone? Yeah, I know, because I know how to handle things without you. Um, oh. Community and building positivity. <laughs> we Klondike. love everybody. Klondike. 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 That's safe word. Klondike. Safe word, Klondike. <laughs> oh, my God. Joey it, called me crying. Joey, I don't just even know what topic were we even on before we Joey, even got down this. Joey, down just, this Joey, just so you know, this is going international, so, I mean... Anybody yeah, you make who contact like a lot of money. Yeah, you are. Yeah. You might want to get the. Uh, you might want to get the. Uh, uh, now everybody's gonna go running for a Klondike bar. Like this it's okay if they're running go. after it. Just don't jump up like he did with the happy, happy, yeah, yeah. joy, joy. <laughs> you can run after the Klondike bar all you want. Just don't knock yourself out in the in the shelving above it. I mean, this is gonna go. He's walking around with a gash in his head while eating. I I, yeah, it. I can imagine that's what he did. He walked all the way up to the infirmary. Right? <laughs> I got it. I, what, you, I mean, you're not wrong. I wasn't going to let ice cream go to waste. When it when it appears, it's like a unicorn, and you must... It, it doesn't. You could be dying. It's like a unicorn? What are you going to do to a unicorn? Yeah, what are you going to do to a unicorn <laughs> if that's what you do to a Klondike bar? He's getting speared in the heart. Mm. Mm. Just finish that statement. It's like, it's like a unicorn. A unicorn. Go ahead. When you when you got a unicorn, you gotta. Uh, yeah. So it's about time to hit the old dusty trail. <laughs> <laughs> gonna move on this way. Don't this pop right ahead. Don't tease. Don't tease. Are you okay? Oh, he's like stood up. Oh, wait, 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 wait. He he heard heard I, I heard that. He threw his back out. Didn't y'all hear that? Your <laughs> Yeah. It's <laughs> so, 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 unicorn again. Are we gonna finish this? Um, we got here. I'm sorry. Who's a unicorn? What are we talking about? Unicorns? You're the one who no, we're out. wondering what you're gonna do to a unicorn. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like a fine. unicorn. When you see it, I'm you gotta. I'm just gonna eat my Kit Kat. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he does. Too. You gotta eat its Kit Kat? Queen, there's no sharp edges around there, is there? Oh, boy. <laughs> there's sharp edges on the Kit Kat. <laughs> what? I'm just watching. She starts choking on it. Oh, God. Please don't do that live on stream. <laughs> I don't know if the podcast has enough insurance for you to, to be sitting there doing that like that. Queen, you know the Heimlich, don't you? No, because she's gonna sit there and laugh and watch. I'm gonna be too busy laughing. Watch the third blue. <laughs> And you then she's gonna have what? What's she gonna do? Is yell Dante? She's gonna yell Dante, and then have Dante jump on top of his chest until the Kit Kat comes flying out. And you're gonna hear Klondike. <laughs> and, my son, and then my son's gonna be like, "Yes, Dad, I do want ice cream. Go get it. <laughs> I just saved your life." Joey's gonna be like, "Where's my unicorn?" Unicorn. 
You oh, did this Lord. to yourself. I just want you All to right. know. Nobody's going to roast chaos, I swear. So what time did we turn up down that, that, that road of uh, derailment? I'm sorry. Just... Uh, it was about at 59 minutes. Okay, about yeah. 59 minutes we went on the derailment train. Got it. Yes. For, for uh, about we had to tell his stories. Yeah. For about a solid hour and 20 minutes. Yes. No, those were good stories, though. You have to admit. Those they were. were. Yeah, I, I mean, we learned a lot about Joey and Klondike bars and now unicorns. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Pretty good stories. And hip and, and hip displacements via sneezing. Yeah. If you guys want to donate, it's onlyhip.com backslash chaos rain. Only uh, hips. Wop only hips. Don't <laughs> lie. What are you, you going to do? Do a, do a nice Moroccan belly dance for us? <laughs> on WAP Saturday? <laughs> on WAP Saturday? Yeah. On WAP Saturday? You're never gonna think of Saturdays again. You're just gonna be Saturday, and you're gonna be like, I think every oh, Saturday it's why it's it's WAP night. Every Saturday, just get the the get the mop in the bucket. <laughs> just imagine seeing that as a Twitch title, WAP, WAP. Saturday. <laughs> and then you go in there and like, oh, this dude's eating wings and pizza. Yeah, <laughs> not even real wings. It's dino nuggets, dino. They are. They are. Little Frank's red hot on them. So it's Buffalo Nuggets. Nah, Chesapeake hot sauce. Ghost but, pepper hot sauce. That's good too. Yeah, no, I'm, I'll, I'll die. I'll die with that. Yeah. Since when do you care? You're not going to go to the hospital when you couldn't breathe. Okay, I waited only three hours and then I realized maybe I should go to the hospital. So <laughs> Only three hours? <laughs> no, only three hours after we were on that call. You sat there for another three hours afterwards. And you know, you want to know what was funny? Is I, like, got off the call. I laid down. I was ready to go to sleep. And I was like, he better not fucking die. Maybe I should have stayed on the call longer. That's literally what I thought to myself. I was like, look at what you're doing, He might die. (laughs) Making people worry and shit. Yeah, narrow. I lived, right? Jesus, Jesus Christ, narrow. I lived, right? You don't even know what went down your throat, so I don't know. Did you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't that that's a typical weekend for him. So, him and him and Joey must can hang you, out often. Uh, can you do me a favor and call my lawyer? I think we're fucked with this podcast. Thank you. All right. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you invited the wrong people. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. I mean, I did ask before we started what I was allowed to not hey, say. Yeah. Or, oh, I, it's not I, what you said. You said what you said was fine. Apparently, Queen has worried what was going down my throat. There, were nothing. I couldn't you breathe. Said you didn't even yes, know. Narrow, narrow. Just every night turns the lights off and plays. What's in my mouth? <laughs> What's down my throat? What's in my guts? Hey, 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 Joey. How do you know that so well? Oh, and it goes practice. Oh. oh, for practice. <laughs> I think he's got to get, get his vitamin D from somewhere. Otherwise, none of yeah. his joints are going to stick together. I think we're starting to figure out what this Klondike is. What, what, what happened to Joey's lighting? His lighting just turned off. On his... <laughs> oh. He's fading. My... He's faded light. <laughs> <laughs> his lighting just turned off. <laughs> My son turned off the lights. Oh, there you go. Now. Now he has the angel effect coming from the uh, from the. Yes, yeah, because he's dying of old age. Yeah. Don't go toward the light. <laughs> I thought I was supposed to. All right. 
We're going to try to get this oh. back on topic here. Yes. Uh, yeah. oh, I think okay. the last thing I remember us talking <laughs> well, about was you asking me what I thought about. And you and you did answer, right? I want to make sure you yeah. answered. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 We okay, had a good. nice good. long conversation about the See, as soon as I start talking, it didn't take very long. And then there we are an hour and a half later. Well, you know, we got broken hip Klondike over here. Uh, anyways. <laughs> hop along, hop along Klondike. Uh now, this this right here is something that that uh, affects a lot of communities. <clears throat> Klondike bars, old age, old, old age, age unicorns, aging out, vitamin D, Wop uh, Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get into some meat. In, in the the a big big situation that happens in a lot of communities. The toxicity of of certain people that come into the communities. Oh yeah. Hmm. This right here, <clears throat> it happens in every community. There's always that one person you you swear to God they're the they're the nicest person in the world, and you bring them in. You know you you're welcoming like every community should be, and you tr you know you treat them with with the utmost respect, and then all of a sudden things start turning toxic, not because of the community but because of the person's. Like their their outlook, their perspective on life. <clears throat> uh, there's just some people that, no matter what you do to help them and what you do to, to try to try and guide them, and he, look at everybody has has fucked up trauma in their life. I am not gonna. I I will never sit there and undertone your your guys's traumas in your life. But there's a point in your life when you're an adult <clears throat> that you need to move on from these traumas. Mm -hmm. And you need to understand that life will not go on if you guys continually look at the past and continually look at stuff that happens, that's happened in the past. The past, it's already done. There's nothing we can do about the, the past. There's nothing. As much as I want to sit there, you are going to build your life, the rest of your life, on regret if all you do is look at the past and because this person screwed you over or because this person screwed you over or this person broke your heart. That you think every person is going to do that. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, I've seen that <clears throat> a lot in communities. Uh, it's happened in our community, unfortunately. Um, you know, and I just want to get your guys' feedback on, on, like, how do we make it better for these people? Because, you know, I've, I've literally talked to people like that, a lot of people like that, and told them that, you know... You're not going to move on from this shit. You're just going to live in a life of regret. In fact, a particular person we all know, I've told him that plenty of times, <clears throat> that you will live a life of regret. You will be on your deathbed. Which, yes, by the way, we could go, I was sitting right there. But I didn't have those kind of regrets. I didn't have to sit there and think about, oh, I didn't do this and I didn't do that because I did a, I've done a lot of shit in my life and me and Bree and Wicked have talked Plenty of times in the night while Joey's gone to keep Brie company, sat there and talked, and I told her about about all the stuff I did, and she's still in awe about half the stuff mm -hmm. that I've done in my life. Lived an exciting life. You, you just sat there and said, "Damn, Cat is never going to let me live this down." That's mm -hmm. that's what you sat there and said. <laughs> but the thing is, is is you know, what do we do in communities? How do we keep people from? spreading spreading their toxicity out 
to the masses because we have a lot the, no lie we're not the biggest community in there is but we're not the smallest there's a lot of people that count on the positivity <clears throat> and, and 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 making sure that this is a space for them to feel that they're wanted and that they're safe and they're and they're and they're and they're a valuable part of the community. So how is it that we, as a community, do things to make to make them feel this way? And and how do we? How do you personally, when you see a person start going towards the trends, what do you do to start curbing their their uh, uh, their actions to make the community toxic? Well, I I I, I have a. <coughs> The thing on this, and the biggest, it, I mean, like you said, you can talk all day long to somebody, but just like you can lead a horse to water, you can't make him drink it. You can drown him, but you can't make him drink it. Yeah, some people are never going to change. But it, here's here's one of the things that a lot of people don't understand, and this goes for when you're building your own personal computer. Everybody in here has their own either personal Discord or, you know, for all we have our organization discord you have your own discord why because if you're a streamer you're building your own community that is your discord you pick a certain group of people that are your close people that you trust more than anything to help you manage said community and that goes for the same for any organization and i think one of the biggest things that people don't understand is Especially when it comes to those toxic people where they feel like they're being attacked or they're being put on blast or, oh, it's just me. Like, you know, you don't have the right to do this. Everybody that runs their own Discord, or it doesn't even have to be Discord, their own personal community, they run their own Twitch channel, they run their own organization. Even in real life, you have your own companies. At the end of the day, you have your leadership, your moderators, your admins, your you know, your owners, your managers. They are, in a sense, the judge, jury, and executioner. They have to make they make the decisions, and it's may not be a decision you like. Well, this doesn't go with how I think things should be. Well, I get that, but that's not this is not your this is not your house it's like somebody coming into your house and telling you how to run your own house like your house should be doing this you should be doing this you shouldn't be doing that like people come in with behaviors of thinking that i'm going to make this community better great we're all for opportunities suggestions you know and all that but at the end of the day if we have toxic people we have to make a decision on whether or not that toxic person either continues in the role that they're given or whether they're, you know, removed from the discord or whether they get banned. There's different tiers of what and reasonings as to why and what will happen to that person. They don't under people like that tend to not understand that we are doing what we have to. This is. And at the end of the day, this is our personal, or not personal, this is our business decision that we have to make to make the community a safer place, make people feel safer, um, make people feel not uncomfortable or with, you know, certain situations or 
make people scared to come in and interact with the you know in a chat in a voice chat because they think that they're going to come go into there and they're just going to get berated in there a lot of people don't seem to realize that aspect when it comes to those toxic people a lot of those toxic people don't seem to understand that they don't get a say when that final decision is made if you have a good community a good organization like we have a management team and an owner and owners that sit we get the evidence we look at all the evidence and we have to make a decision based off of any evidence that we have for what we think needs to happen whether it's a verbal warning you know whether it's removal whether it's <clears throat> hey you gotta step down hey we need you to step away for a little bit we're doing what we know is best and if they don't like that it's it is what it is and most times they don't like it right at all definitely don't like i don't know how many i'd say like 10 15 20 people that we've had to deal with this raw nation since it started and it's always the same interaction we give them their warnings <clears throat> advise them to change they don't we tell them hey this is a bad look uh you're just looking needy you're looking selfish all this kind of stuff and it's always the same in concept as they get removed i mean and the thing is in these toxic people like that when you get them in your org and they're good at all good the first three four five six months year and then all of a sudden that switch changes and it's just <clears throat> got to try to handle it as fast as possible for crazy stuff happens because i've seen i was once part of an org and it crumbled in less than 24 hours <clears throat> over some toxic stuff so you know it, it it it's interesting like as much as you want to help people right and you want to you want the best for them i think everybody here has known somebody like that that you really just want the best for this person and no matter you know what they might have said about you or whatever because you know what a lot of times we we get into the heat of moment of talking and saying stuff when you're angry and you know this right here is something that that we're is a community based thing. There shouldn't be any kind of like anger or or any kind of like hostility towards towards anybody. And you know, it's just hard sometimes because people's mental health they take it down that road of of being angry at everybody because they themselves are not are not happy internally. And I and I say that as a big thing is like I always tell people like people that are always trying to get in relationships people that are always like needing a, a a partner most of the time those people can't even aren't, aren't don't even love themselves like how the fuck i always tell people like you say this word love like it's uh like it's some cheap like like word to use yeah. but do you really love the other person you know and, and 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 that's the thing is is a lot of these people don't even love themselves are internally unhappy with the with their lives Right. But then they don't want to do anything about it. They just want to sit there and, and and sit in the in in the shit that they're in and not try to change themselves and not. Hey, not take a look at it and be like, hey, is it me or is it the people around me that's causing the situation? And most of the, you know, 95 point percent of the time, it's the person that's that's causing all the hostility is the one 
that is internally not happy. They can't be happy with themselves. They think everybody's out to get them. They think everybody's out to, to be to you know to, to do do them wrong in some way, shape, or form, and it's sad because you know us as a society, especially here in the United States, we don't take care of people. Look at we just had a shooting today <clears throat> in Nashville, and you know my hearts and my thoughts and prayers go out to those to those people that lost their families today in, in Nashville. We do not talk about and deal with mental health like we like we should. Mm-hmm. And it's sad because it carries over here into the gaming world. It carries over into this into this eco chamber that we're in because we sit there and there is not enough like talk about this and not enough care about this situation of, of being able to talk to a human being and say, hey bro, this this is not gonna work for you. You cannot be sitting there in this kind of hate and hostility. And unfortunately, you know, I have had that friend that that's was just sitting in that hate and hostility, literally, literally just hate and hostility. That was their own. That was what they were living in 24 seven. You know, I, well, we won't say name, but I mean, it's, it's, it was there and it was, it was very prevalent to the fact that they disliked everybody. They, they always had something bad to say. I've never heard, you know, that was the one thing is that throughout the whole, every time I hung out with them, they never said anything positive about anybody. It was always something negative about somebody, which is sad. And I think us as, as people that are in orgs and, you know, management and all that, we got to, we, we, we should always be looking and, 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 and paying attention to people like that because we know how 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 that could kill kill the mood and the vibe and uh, uh really yeah, quick really quick but you know that's something we don't we don't really touch on is the mental the mental health side of of, of this eco chamber here as gaming and and being inside of a, a gaming org so yeah and and you know, the thing with that is is no matter how open you want to be and try to be for someone to help them you can only help someone as much as they want to be helped and help themselves. Yep. So, you know, at a certain point you have to, if they keep up in the same nature, it's not a good fit for the organization at that point. Right. No, and, 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 it, and it's yeah. not, it's not because they need to work, they need to work on themselves. Exactly. Honestly, is, is that, is that as an adult, you should be able to learn to take a step back and realize that, you know, that you're something about you is there's something that you really need to work on yourself. And and most of the time is the, the lack of happiness, mm-hmm. the lack of happiness, because you know, in your, in your life and your work, whatever it is that you're doing, you're not happy because what is it? You're not doing the job that you want. You're not living the life that you want. You're not, you know, and the only ways to do that is, is to, to get up and, and work and do work at it, mm-hmm. work at making yourself being happy, you know, no one's going to be happy, you know, whether it be because of their weight problems, because of their, because of their physical illnesses that they have, uh, you know, trauma that they had in the past. Sometimes you just got to sit there and talk about it. And, you know, everybody has trauma. Dude. I, I, I've not met one person in my life that didn't have some kind of traumatic event that happened in their life that, that they'll never forget about. But it's whether you choose to, <clears throat> to take that traumatic event and, and, learn something positive from it and realize that, you know, you can't live your life dwelling about it or you're going to sit there and just dwell in it and it's going to eat you up 
and it's gonna it's it's gonna cause pain in your life and you're never gonna be able to move on from it you know and longest time yeah good example my mom does she like she would talk about people's deaths she, she had a lot of traumatic events my aunt died of cancer we were taking care of her she, she you know but for her it's very traumatic so even i mean sometimes even to this day she she relives that yep. you know because like when i went to the hospital that's the first thing she would say is i brought your your aunt over here and i brought your grandfather which one of my grandfathers died at that same hospital that i was at and it's and it's hard some people have a hard time moving on from those kind of situations and and those kind of traumas because those are very prevalent in your mind but it's it's whether you cho- you choose to do something positive with the with those traumas and and kind of move on from it and it and it sucks because this is something as an org we had to deal with because there, like I said, there's different personalities for everybody. Different personalities. But yeah, like you said, for the mental health side of it, everybody should have that one person they can go to and just get everything off their chest. Because when you talk about it, it's amazing how much weight <clears throat> is lifted off of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes it so much easier. Yeah, Queen and these two right here, the dynamic duo over here in the corner. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, there, there is trauma. I mean, it happens to everybody. There, the, this world is not without, without kind of, you know, no pain in this world. Obviously, people have had their pain and their traumas, mm-hmm. and it's, just, it's just how you choose to, to reflect from those. I call it life lessons because that's what exactly what it is. It's what it is. Yeah. It's, it's kind of reminding you, hey, you know, and I, and I say this, I, I, I say this lightly. We're all gonna die. It's, it's how you choose, you know. To live your life while you're here, because you're not promised tomorrow. No, you're not. Not. It could be a sneeze away. Yeah, it could be a sneeze away. <laughs> correct. <laughs> it could be a sneeze away. Could, yeah. Yeah, or a Klondike bar away. Joey from... Haiti was saying nothing. <laughs> He's not. Not at all. He's like, not but no, it, it's the truth. Yeah, yeah. It could. It, it is. You know, because I, I always like like people don't understand. Number one, you won the lottery when you got here. That ending I say every time about 400 trillion to one is is 100% true. Mm -hmm. You won the lottery. You're here. You're breathing. Mm -hmm. You might not be in the best situation in your life, but you're sitting here. You're breathing. Mm -hmm. Another sperm could have knocked you out. Exactly. (laughs) You're no, she's right. She's 100% right. You're here for a reason. Mm -hmm. Yep. And and that's what people don't understand. They think that this is. like they're wasting their life, you know. I've I've talked to people, damn near, <clears throat> getting ready to commit suicide, and I and I've talked to them. I said, dude, like if you realize the odds and the math of you being here, it would it would totally blow your mind. Four hundred trillion to one is the fact that you, any one of you got picked to be here today, but no one appreciates it. No one appreciates, I appreciate it. That I, I appreciate that I swam fast. Yeah, you swam fast. You were the fastest swimmer. The fastest Congratulations. Yep. And then for Joey, yeah. there's a Klondike bar at the end of that 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 race. There, there you go, Michael Phelps. Look how fast I am. <laughs> right? I could swim just as fast as him if I had a Klondike bar at the end of exactly. the pool. Exactly. <laughs> and the unicorn. Exactly. But people don't appreciate that shit. Let's not get on this topic again. <laughs> People don't appreciate hey, wait, that. The fact, no, it the, is the, the fact that, that, you know, out of all those four, how many millions of sperm went up, went up inside mommy? You were the one that, hey, I'm swimming the fastest. 
It was true. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happened. And you and, and people people don't appreciate the fact that the the fact that you wake up every morning mm-hmm. is a big enough fucking blessing in the world. Right. Agreed. Because you know, there's ten. What is it? What's the odds? I think like ten, seven, ten thousand people that die every day. Yeah. Don't let Grandpa up there go to sleep tonight, Queen. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's trying to go to sleep now with his eyes open. I am not. Just sitting there. Just... Sleep apnea. Uh, sleep apnea. Yeah. <laughs> what does it if you start sneezing in your sleep? Oh, that's the weird stuff right there. Is that even possible? Yeah. Yeah. I've woke myself up sneezing, yeah. I don't oh, want to wake myself up. I'm going to sneeze, blow a hip, and fall on the floor. <laughs> no, but that's the thing is if you don't wake up when you sneeze, it's probably because you're going the other way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. All right. Keep I said the head. next time he might sneeze himself into a heart attack. So you, you better keep a monitor on him. Jesus. Grandpa over there. Now we got, so now we have two grandpas. We have Tension and we have now Joey. Got it. Keep a Klondike bar close by. That'll wake him right up. <laughs> Come back. Your Klondike bar too. There's a pillow above your head in case you slam it in anything. <laughs> Immediately throw the helmet on him. You're holding a pillow right here and a little fishing pole with a Klondike yeah. bar right here. Like, it's fine. You can come back. Yeah, yeah, we don't need CPR. We just need Klondike bars. Klondike bars. That's all we need. <laughs> Clear. Clear. <laughs> slap him with slap him with a Klondike bar. <laughs> all right. Sorry. Here's a, oh, here's, here's a good question. And what we're gonna do is next week we're gonna talk about uh uh. About motivating yourself to streaming. That's what we're going to do for next week's uh, podcast. Since we didn't get to do that this time, but we're gonna—I'm going to end with this question here. Would if someone gave you ten million dollars, free and clear, would you take the ten million dollars? Yeah, ten million dollars. Yeah, it's free and clear. You said right. Free and clear. Free and clear. You don't know any taxes. Nothing. You just take the ten million dollars. Yeah. Yes, yep. I would. Then we could do whatever we want with it. Yeah. Well, mine would be going mostly towards family and kids, but my oh, kid, but yeah. Yeah. Would be Klondike okay, bars. but yeah, his would be Klondike yeah, bars. Cat. Cat. Klondike my cat out. Cat Klondike bars and hip replacements. And stuff like that. I would donate to Children's Hospital, St. Jude. But here's the here's the thing here's the, here's the uh, kicker. Wait, you got you can't say there's a kicker at, at, after. Wait, 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 wait. wait. They're in the fine there. print. Fine on the fine print. print. You're not gonna wake up tomorrow. Oh shit. Then no, I wouldn't take it. Oh yeah, I would not take then it. I would. I, wouldn't I would take it. it. I wouldn't want to leave my kids behind. Hell, you would. I'll kill you right now. <laughs> what would you talk about? But you'd be ten million richer. <laughs> Actually, true. Yeah, anyway, Joey. Queen. <laughs> It's a race by my health. The hell you well, say? You wouldn't have to keep changing his diapers. So, look, with one of those million, you could go fly yourself to Jason Momoa, and you know, be like, "Look, I got nine other million dollars." Oh, he's like, "Story changing now." She's like, right. "She's like, you're like, right. Okay. Never mind. You, you die. You die." She's gonna invest in all the recyclable water bottles in the world. Daddy. I'll yeah, be that right would be back. one hell of an after-funeral party. I'm yeah, sure. it would be. <laughs> 
But yeah, if I wasn't gonna wake up tomorrow, no. Okay. I got, well, I got so that means that means life is worth more than anything to you then. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm not. Yeah. yeah with that stipulation, I'm minus Joe, minus Joey. Life I mean, is worth more. Yeah, uh, mine, mine wouldn't be. Mine, mine isn't for the reason of life isn't worth living. That's no. kind of what you just said. No, no, no. it's not. It's not. No. It's, it's not the fact of what whether life is worth living. It's, it's 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 how precious life is to you as a person. Life is precious, but if I could, if I had to, if I so, in all see, reality, and, and I'm. It's sacrifice, sacrificing is one thing, but we're talking about you as an individual has nothing to do with Queen. If I offered you $10 million. I myself? But, uh, yeah, no Queen, no kids, nothing. $10 million, but you're not waking up tomorrow. You can do whatever you want for the whole day that you're up. The minute you fall asleep, it's over. Life is over. God. Oh, That'd be like five minutes speed. after waking up. Get some speed. I'm on not off. <laughs> I'm gonna be like this, and then that's it. Then he's I just... already living with that daily gamble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. The, I'm At least he'd have a last day. good day. Like it's true. Yeah, like no, I don't I need that ten million. I'm rolling that dice each morning. I wake yeah, up. Yeah, no, I got. I got. Every I gotta time there's a to see him grow up. So yeah, that would be a no for me. Yeah, Thank you. I got three babies. Exactly. So life is, you know, the moral of the story is there's not there's no money in the world that's worth more than your life. Or anybody's price. life. You can't put a price on anybody's life. No. No, if I was an insomniac and I didn't sleep for like two weeks, I mean. Or, you know, you just take enough drugs to keep you awake. <laughs> a little eight and ball. you can definitely get enough drugs with $10 million. Little, so. Yeah, a little eight yeah. ball every couple of hours. Is it, is, it, is it you die at a certain time or is it like the next time you wake up from sleeping? To be no. fair, if you don't sleep, your body eventually breaks down and you die. Oh, yeah, you're going to die anyway. Yeah, but you got anywhere. time for that. <laughs> That's what Joey. Yeah, Joey's not doing the the Klondike bar times the uh, the amount of times he has to sneeze, and yeah, he's doing the math. How many Klondike bars can I eat before I go to bed? He's like sitting there. He's sitting there like this. He's sitting there like this. No, don't go to don't go to sleep. Put himself in an ice cream coma. <laughs> Sabrina be like, just go to sleep. Just fucking go to sleep. Just go to sleep already. I need that 10 million. Blow pepper right in your face and it'd be done. You're gonna lock me out, out in the middle of springtime and be like, go smell some flowers. Go touch the ground. No, but you know the worst part is you'll just be holding the white picket fence as you're trying to fall down because you're because you sneeze and blow out your hip. Oh my god. And then she'd have to go get. She'd have to call the gardeners to come pick you up so they could put you in the back of the ambulance. It's like Joey, it's time to go. <laughs> You're now is. Wait, did you change his name again, Red? <laughs> unicorn, like unicorn chaos. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> hey, look, you're a cuck. <laughs> oh. I was like, what are you talking about? Oh, god damn it. It's so good. That's Way so to go, good. Red. Accidental, but it's worth it. <laughs> so we learned a lot about Joey today. In his, uh... Yeah. 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 If, you back, want... if you'd like to learn more about someone else in the chat. If you'd like to donate to his hip replacement fund, go ahead and Go to GoFundMe.com backslash. Just a general backslash. emergency fund. Yeah. It's probably not going to be the hip next time. You never know. <laughs> True. General That's emergency. Did it for a Klondike bar. Yeah. Did it for a Klondike bar. Or Klondike, Klondike Reigns over here. Uh, Klondike Reigns. Klondike Reigns. Oh, 
like Klondike that. region. Klondike, Klondike region. Klondike. 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 Oh, look. Klondike unicorn chaos. I like it. Yes, Picasso. <laughs> All right, guys, as we like to do here at the at the Gulag, we'd like to give everybody their last word of the day, a bit of motivation, whatever you want to tell the people out there. We'll start with uh, Unicorn Klondike Reigns. Um, honestly, just when you find that one person that in any community or organization that you know cares, that you know asks you every day, hey, how's it going? Don't take it for granted because they probably do give a shit about you. So never take... Never take it for granted, anybody for granted that actually takes the time out of their day to even ask you how your day was. JJ? Me? Mm-hmm. Oh. Positive? Exactly. <laughs> no, just, you know, make sure to, you know, work on your own happiness, too. It, you know, it's a, it's a big thing to make sure you look in on yourself to make sure what makes you happy as a person. Um, and work on that to build that up on yourself. Redbeard. Uh, be kind to one Rew- another. Rewind. Be kind. Re- rewind. rewind. <laughs> he, he took that. He took that last word for. Uh, <laughs> no, for real though. Be kind to each other. You never know what it, somebody else is going through. Queen of the East, aka the ten million dollar woman. Once Joey's hit breaks. <laughs> AKA Miss Klondike. Miss Klondike. <laughs> Unicorn. No, not me. Um I don't know. That's Shit. a good one. Um that day, I don't know. That's a good Um Nothing's handed to you. You gotta work for what you want. And if you want happiness, if you want the life that you were looking for, it won't be handed to you. You gotta work for it yourself. And never give up. Bigger things are always waiting for you. Tommy, mommy. I mean, wicked. You is kind, you is smart, and you is important. <laughs> That's good. I like it. Picasso. Picasso. <laughs> How are you going to follow that one up? I didn't know we were Cat. allowed to do movie quotes here, but okay. Cat, <laughs> go ahead. Give us your best movie quote. Good luck no, on that one. My well, my my favorite movie quote doesn't apply here. Okay. Um, oh but, no. Okay. Wicked's no, gone. Wicked's. My favorite movie quote is from The Little Rascals. It's the very end when it uh huh goes uh uh-uh, uh, and they go look everybody uh huh's learned a new word, and he goes actually I have a rather extensive vocabulary, not to mention a phenomenal grasp of grammar and a superlative command. Of syntax, I simply chose not to employ them, and they all just sit yep. there silently and awkwardly. Yep, yeah, that's my favorite that movie jump. quote. Um, that Great. again doesn't really apply to this. So basically, so, your, your your piece of advice is everybody work on your grammar. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she's told everybody, me that like no, ten yeah, times. Don't in make me have hours. to correct you. No, mine is beer and superhero. <clears throat> that's like my 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 thing, and I the girls have heard it. Um, yeah. I we talked about that yesterday. But yeah, be be your own superhero. That's yep. All right, guys. I found a dollar. That's it. 
Four hundred trillion to one is the the chances of oh, you being no. on this earth. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! Four hundred trillion, four hundred trillion to one is the uh, the chances of you ever being born, ever ever being on this earth, is four hundred trillion to one. You have one life, you have one opportunity. Now, what the fuck are you gonna do with your life? You gonna sit there and cry and whine and bitch, or are you gonna go do something Sometimes. with your life? Why can't I do both? You, can, you cannot do both, JT. Not around here. No, we can. Oh, no, that's because he breaks his hips. Anyways, everybody, have a great rest of your day. We will see everybody next week, next Monday, same time on the Gulag podcast. Everybody, have a great rest of your night. And happy Monday. Deuces. Deuces.